my calculations are correct, when this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. Hey everyone, Sanch here with a special 88 miles per hour podcast special. Uh, I should have said that the other way around. Or here with an episode of, well, you know what the hell I'm talking about. But anyways, today is a very exciting special episode. It's kind of a flashback episode or more of a back to the pat. Well, it would make more, I don't know. But you know where I'm going with this. This is the extremely special episode, though... Since we've already done it, that's why we're seeing it as a classic or flashback episode. Because today, as you download this episode, if you're downloading this episode today on July 20... I mean, July 23rd. What the hell am I saying? On July 3rd. So if you download it any other day, then forget it. It doesn't plan out. But if if it's right now, July 3rd, and you're downloading this episode... And it's uh, 2015 because it could be 2016 or 2018 and you could be downloading it on July 3rd. But anyways, if you're downloading it today in 2015 of July 3rd, you're actually uh, listening to the anniversary tribute episode of Back to the Future. Because exactly today, 30 years ago, Back to the Future was released. And that is our... Well, well, for me, it's my favorite 80s film of all time, second film of all time. And me and Renata uh, love this movie. We actually did this episode. It was our third episode that we did. So at that point, I felt like, oh, it's like, you know, what can we do? And I know some people are doing like uh, tribute episodes. Our buddies at um, what you call it, Hydrate Level 4 are kind of doing a tribute episode about it, like talking about the film and everything. But I felt like, well, we've talked about plenty, so what could we say, you know, again without repeating ourselves? Um, And that's why it's like, and also too, um, you know, based on what today is, Renata, she's out in Disney World with her family, and Max, you know, he's out with his family and stuff too, so it's kind of like, what, I'm, I'm just going to talk about it, so I figured, you know, best way to do it is I would re-upload um, or add our Back to the Future episode that we did back when, it was actually uploaded January 22nd of 2014, that was episode 3, and we did Back to the Future, so I thought, you know what, what if I do something a little extra special, so I actually gave you um, all the times that we talked about Back to the Future throughout our time doing 88 Miles Per Hour podcast. So I actually gave you snippets from episode 17, 18, 24, 28, episode 36. And I was going to give you uh, when we talked about part two, but I'm like, nah, you know what? This is strictly part one, even though there are moments where we talk about part two. But yeah, so this whole episode is every everything that has ever been brought up about back to the future so you'll you'll hear stuff from the very beginning when it's just me and renata even at a point where max jumps in but then after all the little tidbits like the little uh, clips we go into back to the future and we talk about back to the future so that's why i said this is our our special tribute episode 
of Back to the Future, our 30th anniversary tribute episode. So as as I said, we we love this film. We named our podcast after, you know, a line, a quote from the original film, you know, 88 miles per hour podcast, you know, it, it, it comes from our love from Back to the Future, aside from our love from 80s, but it it, it all stems from this film. And again, I'm a huge fan of this movie. It's my second favorite film of all time, you know, top 80s film of all time. It's just, it's a great film, though, when you listen to this episode, you hear how much uh, <laughs> issues we have with this movie. And it's all for, you know, comedy. But at, at the same time, you know, logically speaking, you, you'll probably agree with a lot of it. But again, you know, make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, you know, 88 miles per hour podcast. Uh, 88 miles per hour pod on twitter you know we're, we're we're everywhere on social media and we're also we have android for those of you who are on apple and then we have itunes so yeah so check us out and download us and you know me saying hi for renata and max that they couldn't you know record this little part with me but hopefully you guys enjoy our awesome tribute to back to the future Episode 17, Popeye. Uploaded May 19th, 2014. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so before we get into the movie, um, I, I honestly, I want to talk about something because earlier I was like, all right, you know, I did laundry and stuff. I'm like, you know, I got, let me just hang my clothes. So I don't know if you do this, um, fans or, you know, talking to Renata right now. I don't know if you do this, but do you ever have just like the TV on? Like you try to find, like... You're not even going to be watching the, the movie, but if you're going to be, like, say, cleaning your room or something, you try to find something on the TV like you would l- watch if you were sitting down watching. Because I did that. Like, I'm like, I need to find something. Yeah, I, I've done that to- before because I feel like that it'll distract me from the just the pain of just doing laundry in silence. Yeah. So if, I, if something distracts me... <laughs> Like laundry. Like if my mom tells me we're not to do the laundry, I'd be like, okay. I will literally search through the channels until I find something that I will seriously like to enjoy watching. Like, okay, right on. So, so the point of that being was that um, I was like, all right, I gotta hang all my stuff and everything, and like you know, plus I wanted just to fix up my room in general. So as I was like fixing everything up, I I just put on the TV and and right then and there they were showing it was towards the tail end of that remake of Lost in Space and I I don't know why I started watching it um <laughs> and then the movie had ended so I'm like all right I can't continue hanging my clothes if the movie's over so I, I found I'm like hey they're showing Back to the Future so I was watching Back to the Future right and here's one thing when when you listen to people talk about Back to the Future you could go on websites and people talk about Back to the Future there's one thing I have yet to ever hear anybody talk about and i want to bring this up before somebody beats me to it or crack.com beats me to it because those bastards tend to sometimes beat me to stuff when i haven't even got the opportunity to talk about it and then i don't want people thinking oh you stole that from crack i'm like we all think alike if you're just a nerd like this but here's the thing okay so what happens after marty you know causes you know george mcfly to go and freaking beat up biff and then you know they he travels back to 1985 what happens to the new house what what happens renata it he just becomes more success like the house outside doesn't change but inside it's just like all new furniture practically and they're like rich yeah okay 
Now here here's here's my question. So when you look at the brother and the sister, you can tell the brother's successful because he's like, "What are you wearing?" He's like, "I always wear a suit to the office." So you could tell, obviously, he's successful. That's what they're trying to represent because he has a suit. He goes to the office, so he's successful. You look at the sister again; she doesn't look all like cheesy or whatever, like typical '80s. Even she's dressed up all nice. You see George McFly, you know, and Lorraine McFly again, all dressed up. They look; everybody looks nice. They're they're trying to show you that they're freaking, you know, they're they're financially sta- like they're rich in a sense. You know, they're living well off. Even the inside is all nice compared to earlier. Now. If the future changed and everybody changed the way they dress, even the way they look, like everything's changed. Why did the photograph stay the same? I guess the fact that like, because the, the whole main part was like, are they existing or are they non-existing? Yeah, like, but seeing the thing is, is that that means if that photograph exists, that means that it would also change. That photograph like, in the like, future would change. Or, like, you know, like, or that photo would have never existed. Like, meaning, like, you know, if they never took that picture. The well, no, 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 no. Like, it shows that that photo was still taken. But the brother and sister, I believe, wouldn't be dressed like dorks. That's because... what I just said. I just said they wouldn't be dressed like that. They would be dressed in nice clothes. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry, I didn't hear that. It's because, you know, I'm just going to put the earphone on so I can hear you clearly. Okay. But, but yeah, like, that's the one thing. I was just like, what the hell? I, I, I never thought of that before. But I was just like... Yeah, wouldn't they look different? Because when you look at the brother, he has his high shorts, and he's, like, waving, like, hi, mom, style. Like, he looks like a huge dork. The sister has class of 1985 or 82. I don't know what year she graduated in, um, but it's 80-something. I think it's 84. Really? Okay. Yeah, and you look at them, and, and, and then you see Marty. So they all, like, represent what they were before he traveled back in time. So the moment that... George freaking kiss Lorraine and everybody reappears the sister and the brother should have reappeared as something completely different because their lifestyles are so different now they wouldn't look like that well I they I guess they wanted to show like because if they were to do that then then Marty would have been like well this looks wrong you yeah, know, and also, I mean, I get it. You're right. You're right. I I agree with you. As it, it would have been a whole nother problem with Doc, and he would be like, Doc, you know, they came back, but why do they look this way? Why do they look different? Or maybe it was a day off. Maybe they could just like make maybe they could make something up and be like, you know, oh, it was probably on their day off when you know he wasn't at the office and he was just like dressed. Maybe that's how the brother dresses regularly. Well, I know what it is. Honestly, I know what it is. It's it's the surprise factor. That's what it is. Because yeah. they the, as as like the writer and like the filmmaker and all that in that movie what they're thinking is like if we show this now, it's going to give away that surprise when he walks out to the living room and you have that comedic effect where he walks past the living room all half awake and then he goes back like what the hell? And then he sees everybody, he's like, what the hell is this? He's like, it's breakfast, you know? So it, that's the joke. That's the joke right there. So if we saw that image as them looking, like, more professional, dressed differently, it would obviously give us an idea, like, okay, something's different, you know? So I get what they were doing, but I want to nitpick and talk about the movie. <laughs> so in reality, they should have changed. The picture should have changed. If, the, if, the, if we're trying to stay true to the way everything plays out, the picture would have changed so that that's one thing i have yet to hear 
anybody talk about or rant about. And that's the first time that, like, I, I felt like I better be the first, you know, like, I, I mean, dibs. <laughs> yeah, I, I call it dibs. But seriously, I, I have, I mean, fans, if have you, you've heard it, you've heard it all about, like, you know, George McFly and like how like oh you know Marty like you know wouldn't it be weird that Marty looks exactly like his parent like the guy that they met you know you know stuff like that you've heard that that argument you I mean there's so much we've even talked about it where like you know it's like when the car doesn't even start at the time it's supposed to so it kind of drag like there's so many things about it but honestly it's like first of all why would he give his real name that's what I don't understand like he's like so you know some people call me Marty you know, like, you know, like, and why is he going to use his real name? You yeah. Know? And then and- name their kid Marty and then later on grow up to look because, all right, Renata, you're, I mean, you're out of high school already, but I can guarantee you there's probably some people that you met in high school that you don't talk to anymore. But if you saw them again, you'd be like, oh, I remember you from high school. Yeah. You're not going to forget what they look like. Even me, I'm 32 years old. If I see somebody from high school and in which I have. I'd be like, oh, I remember them from high school. I know who they are. So, like, in the future, if you're you're going to see someone, you're going to be like, holy hell, my kid looks exactly like that guy. And I'm going to be like, Lorraine, what the... <laughs> you know? Like, I mean, see, that's what I don't understand. Or maybe... or Because they never mention, like, you know, Calvin Klein, a.k.a. Marty, you know. Yeah. Other words. And at you the know, same time, aren't they going to question, like, whatever happened to that guy? Where did he go? Or maybe, or maybe, or maybe like, their memory just got lost. You know, like, you, maybe you could think like that. Or maybe, like, they, I don't know. Because I'm trying to, like, save the movie from becoming, like, you know, like, why would they, why would they do that? There, there's a lot of plot holes. I mean, come on. The most famous number one plot hole in that whole damn entire movie is the freaking terrorist. I brought it up already. I brought it up. I don't even know if it was the last episode. Um, no, we brought it, it up in part, part two. two. You brought yeah. part two. The, the terrorists. They flipped their car. That's it. They didn't die. So what happened there? You know? <laughs> yeah, they were probably still alive. Yeah, so that's one. So the, the, honestly, the picture, uh, again, I mean, freaking... Who knows? It bothers. I mean, it bothers me, but <laughs> I never, I never really put that together. I was like, because I think the brother has a Mickey Mouse shirt, and then the sister has her her her, her graduation shirt. Class of nineteen eighty four. Yeah, and they're so successful, so they're not going to look like dorks. They're they're showing us in the future they dress better. That's what they're telling us. In order to, if you're successful, that means you dress better. And, and earlier, there he's in this freaking uh, Burger King uniform. She's dressed all typical eighties. You know, the mom looks heck hell. So yeah. So again, that picture should be completely different. But yeah. So that's all I want to say about the Burger King uniform. Huh? I didn't know. Sorry. <laughs> that's Renata yelling. Everybody. Sorry, folks. I didn't know it was a Burger King uniform. It was. I don't know if it was Burger King or McDonald's. I, I, I McDonald's because it was like red and had like a yellow cap on. Probably. I don't know. I just like when he's like, "I gotta go. I'm gonna be late." And she's like, "You give your mother a kiss." He's like, "Oh, come on, mom." Even <laughs> watch your mouth. Give your mother a kiss before you leave. Come on. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> that was so stupid. Grandpa hit him with the car. I always like that part. Right. It first. was meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then that's when he says, "That was so stupid." <laughs> and then Grandpa hit him with the car. And every time I, I always into the fish under the sea dance. No, it was the enchantment under the sea dance. 
I just love how they're like they're filling us in with like you know the the information Marty's gonna need. So that's why she has to retell the story, but make it seem so nonchalant so that Marty can hear this, so he can later on use this in the movie, so that it, it explains why Marty knows all of this and why it's so fresh in his mind. Because the mother had to explain this once again. But I, I still love George because I know you brought it up in the Back to the Future episode, the one, like, I think episode two. But every time I hear, you know, and he's watching and he laughs, he's like, ha, 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 or however, however, how does he do it? Ah, 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 yeah, there ah. you go. You see, like, laughs like they count, like, from Sesame Street. Like, I don't know. <laughs> no, but, you know what? I really wish the scene that they kept in, and what? I, like, because I've sold all the deleted scenes from Back to the Future. Yeah. And because I have like the special edition and everything. Like oh that. wow! Watch out, Miss McFly oh, oh, over here, the highfalutin future okay. McFly. Probably every geek in America probably has that edition. Yeah, that's true. Everyone knows that edition. I'm talking about like that real shiny, like blue edition with like all three. Okay. Anyway, um, so there's the one scene, like, well, this is a normal scene in the movie where like George, but when they're at the, t- the dinner table, and then George pulls all the peanut brittle and it just like falls all over the place he's like don't worry marty you know just leave all those headaches and he's just chewing on them and he's trying to like eating all that peanut brittle and he's trying to give it to marty and he's like shaking his head like no no thanks i really wish they would put the scene of like the girl scout girl like you know at the door and the, the father's like hey mcfly you know um my daughter's selling peanut brittle this and that and remember like he's like oh i don't know and then he buys like all the rest of the boxes you know what I'm talking about? Holy crap. You know what? I don't remember that scene. I mean, I haven't seen the, that special edition in a while. Like, I mean, I have them, but I haven't watched the deleted scenes in, like, it's probably been, like, maybe three or four years since I've actually watched those scenes again. So I don't even remember that scene. So there's what? There's a Girl Scout? Okay, so the other, uh, I guess the doorbell rings or something, and, and George and Marty, are up, they go to the door. And the, and I guess the neighbor's like, he's like, yo, McFly, he's like, oh, my daughter is selling, um, you know, peanut brittle. You know, are you going to buy a box or whatever? And he's like, oh, I don't know, like, or something like that, like, you know, like being old George McFly. And yeah. she's, and then he's like, oh, you know, McFly, if you don't, like, buy the rest of these boxes, you know, my daughter's not going to be in the jamboree or something like that. So he's like, all right, you here you go. Hold on. Hold on, hold on. What was oh, he doing? Uh, son, I... I know it's hard for you to understand, um, but the fact is, I'm just, I'm not a fighter. <sighs> Try it once, okay? For me. Just say no. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Hey, McFly, my kid here is selling peanut brittle for a team. It's $5 a box. I put you down for a case, okay? Okay. Great. It's out in the car. I'll go get it. See, I'm going to go to one house. See, we only have to go to one house. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that, man. I have not seen that scene in forever. Oh, my gosh. Oh, dude. That's, I mean, that jump, man. I mean, you're right. They. Uh, why? Okay, continue going as to why they should have left it in. Yeah, because it makes, I mean, like, like it was a, it would have been a really funny scene if like they showed that part and then like they showed the peanut brittle just falling all over the place and he's just like eating it like right then and there mm-hmm. because like I was like why are they showing that like it makes like because it wouldn't be as funny as if they would have kept that scene in. I liked it. I liked it because like it really shows how how much 
of a loser dweeb his father is. Like, it adds even way more. Because it, in in the other part, it like, without that scene, it only shows that he's he's a pushover with with Biff only. It's just Biff. But with this, it shows that his life is just like this, that anybody can push him over. Because when you travel back in time, you see others messing with him. Not just Biff. You see... You know, they put the, 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 the thing on his back, you know, and they say, like, you know, yeah. kick me. In which I still don't understand why the principal would not be like, hey, you are you know, this sucks. These, these people are messing with you. Let me remove this sign off of you. It's not his fault. Yet he, I know, he, you always defend trying, that scene. I know, but he's, no, I'm not defending it. <laughs> it, it it's an old, it, like, I just knew this because my grandparents talk about this, like, all the time. Like, they really looked at them as, like, men. Like, it was, like, shameful for you to get picked on. You know, like, they would never be like, you know, oh, leave him alone, this and that. Like, you're a slacker. You're not going to do anything about it. You're just going to let people, like, just take over you, like, this and that. Like, you know, just, you know, just step all over you. So so it's more as a man going up to him as another man being like, what are you doing? Yeah, like, Remember Strickland says that? He's like, shape up, man. And then he says, you're a slacker. You want to be a slacker for the rest of your life? And he shows him the sign, and he just crumbles it up. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I guess so. I mean, it. I mean, it still bothers me because he. It seems like he gets mad at him for it, you know. But I, I get it. I, I totally understand that. But at the same time, you see him being picked on by everybody. That he's just a loser. Even right before he kisses Lorraine, another guy steps in and goes, "It's the same beat. one." Yeah, he's a beat it, McFly. And then he and fly, I'm cutting in. <laughs> yeah, and then he pushes him off tough, and he falls to the floor, and he kisses Lorraine, and you know, dun, 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 and he stands up like the whole Earth Angel, Earth Angel, you know. But yeah. why not show us that in, in in when he's currently in the future, in the beginning? That's why, like, I think that scene. You're correct. They should have left that scene in because it would have shown how much he has not changed from his past, and then also it's kind of funny. Like, it's, it's a funny scene where the guy just doesn't even knock. He just opens the door and be like, hey, yo, McFly. You know, he's like, uh, he's like, I put you down for a box. And he's like, okay. He's like, all right. And then he, he leaves. Like, see, we only had to do one house. Like, right away. Like, he knows. It's like, dude, this is how much a loser McFly is. You know, come on, uh, daughter. We're going to go, you know, freaking sell this. Don't worry. We'll just go next door. And that was it. So, yeah, yeah they should have left that scene in. Um and also, too, it's, like, it's so cheesy that right away, like, he beats up Biff, and everybody's like, hey, McFly, you ever think of running for class president? Like, <laughs> so, I mean, I love this movie, but it's some stuff that's just so stupid. Like, really? Like, you're going to run for class president? Like, hey, McFly! Like, they say all this stupid stuff, like, you know, like, I don't know. It, it just, I'm watching. Because he became the big man on campus. Yeah, like, right you know? at that moment. Like, really? Like, just because he punched the man? Like, all right, I guess. Yeah, but, like, you know what I don't understand, too, is, like, just by one punch, Biff, you're going to be, you're going to, like, or, I mean, I can understand, like, showing respect towards McFly. Like, you know, I'm never going to bother you again. But being afraid of him, I don't yeah. understand that. Yeah, you're right. Why don't he go? Why, why wouldn't he go back and be like, "F this McFly," and he gets himself a shank and just like, ba ba ba, you know, like a you know a prison, <laughs> like a prison shank, like right there, like one day during lunch, you know, McFly sitting down and Biff just shows up and just stabs him like five times on, it. yeah, and he hands it off to you know 3D. <laughs> I love, I honestly love that character. 
Like, no one gives that guy respect. Oh, like, man. That would have been right there. Guy. We would have respected the man because he, confis- he he got right there. He he took the knife from him and walks away. I've been back. Like, hey, dog McFly, this is what you get. This is for Biff. Caca. I beat it, Spook. This don't concern you. <laughs> oh, man. See, that that's you're right. Why would Biff, why would it make him scared? Because he got punched? I feel like he would have retaliated. He'd been like, F this. Like, one punch? All right, you got lucky, McFly. Now, you and me, right now. Boom. But I, I wouldn't say that because Biff wasn't a greaser. He was, because greasers were, I think, the only ones back in the 50s that used weapons. Um, He was more, I guess he was more physical, but I mean, like, what I'm trying to say is, like, he would just be like, I respect you for standing up for yourself. You know, I'm going to leave you alone. You know what I mean? Like, you know how some bullies are in movies? Like, they're like, or they'll shake hands and they'll just be like, you know. Yeah. Like, and they would like walk sweetness, wet. right? And roll bounce. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sweetness. Yeah. What happens at the end of the movie when they're roller skating and then what's his name? Uh, the, you know, little Bow Wow. He falls. So, yeah, Xavier falls. Yeah, he falls. Xavier, yeah. He falls and sweetness instead He's like he re- gives him respect. He no longer like is like oh you're you're just like you're low life, you're trash, you're from the other side of the city. You guys are poor. He's like all right, you know what? I respect you now because you know you proved yourself. And the other guys kind of start laughing and they shush him. But like I I, I picture that happening more. Like Biff should have exactly. been like yeah, instead of freaking just like being afraid of him by one time. Don't con me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I was just like putting the second coat on. Yeah, <laughs> the second like hand on the on the on the hip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like in his like tracksuit. <laughs> See, and that's you know he's in a tracksuit. Why is he in a tracksuit? Because he during his, that see that that it goes to show that is the is is right there. During his free time, he waxes cars, but his day job. He's a PE teacher. And that goes right away back to Freaks and Geeks. So that means... No, Yeah, you see, see there's a connection there. <laughs> That's why he's in a tracksuit, because he's a PE teacher. So during his off days, when so to make extra money, he waxes cars. So he never left that high school in which they changed the high school name, and now that's where all the kids from Freaks and Geeks go. You know, honestly, I would, like, I would totally date Beth. Like, I mean... What? I Wait, okay. Wait, what Biff? The... Hey, this ain't no peep show Biff. Or would you be the... He's like, oh, hey, Marty. Hey, your box came in the mail. Which which Biff are you talking about? Definitely, like, young Biff. Wait, so you would want the rapey Biff? No, I don't want the... Ra- <laughs> like, I don't want, like, like his... But that's what he was. Like, he was all rapey. Like, Come on. I, he was no, like... No, 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 no. Like, I just think he's cute. I would, I like... Yeah, but you you see his personality. He's an a-hole. He's always... I mean, in part two, he tries to lift up Lorraine's skirt. I, I would I would change him. Really? That's, see, that's wrong with you stupid girls. I mean, I'm sorry. I just said that. So, any females listening... Wow. No, 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 no. Any females listening, I'm not saying all you girls are stupid, but there's... This is, this is the thing. Girls get into the horrible relationships. Why? Because they see a guy, and he could be an a-hole, a huge jerk, or whatever, and they're like, 
I, I can change him. So they, it's, it becomes a science project. So they end up dating the guy, thinking they could change the guy, and they end up falling in love with him. So the guy is still an a-hole, treats her bad, probably cheats on him or beats her. But in her mind, she still has that. But I can change him. So it's like, there you go. You're that. It's like, oh, I can change him. What if he doesn't change? And what if he's all, like, rapey with you because you won't give it up? I like bad boys. Oh, my gosh. Does your father know this? So you're saying your boyfriend's a bad boy then? No, he's the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. So your dad will be proud once he listens to this episode. <laughs> well, I feel like I have to, Dad. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, where are we at on time? Oh, okay, perfect. You know, that's perfect. Uh, that was a cool little little look. Back. I mean, people, I, I, I have no issues talking about Back to the Future every year because I guarantee you our fans have no issues when we talk about it. But like I said, we brought up something new, so it's not a rehash. So, like I said, if you it, fans, before we talk about the movie at, that we're gonna bring up, I, I mean, some of you actually do write us, but I want to know: Did you ever question that about the photo, or is this something that really brought your attention? Debate me. Either one, like either you agree with me and be like, "Yeah, I never thought of that," or do you have a, a an, an an exact reason to be like? No, no, no. It makes sense for them to still be wearing the same clothes. Like, what do you think? If, if you know, respond to us on Instagram. You know, we're at 88MPH Podcast or email us completely written out 88 miles per hour podcast at gmail.com or our Facebook. So there you go. All right. Episode 18th Adventures in Babysitting, uploaded June 2nd, 2014. Okay. My first and only shout out has to go to Ollie Oxenfree. And she's an Instagram follower, and she sent us, like, a ton, a ton of pictures that she tagged us in. Mm-hmm. And it was about, like, she visited all the sites in of the Back to the Future movie, like George McFly's house, Lorraine McFly's house, Marty McFly's house in 1985. Um, her boyfriend showing a video of him running down the hill. <laughs> yeah. The hill of Twin Pines Mall, but I think, what, what's the actual... Mall called now. The it, it, well, it's called now. It's always been this. It's called the Puente Hills Mall. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's called the Puente Hills Mall. It's a, it's located up in you know the city of industry. So yeah, so it's right next door to Puente Hills. I live in La Puente, so um, actually no, it should be Puente Hills. I'm sorry, um, but yeah, it's the Puente Hills Mall, and yeah, it's where they filmed Back to the Future. Now the sad thing is, if you go there now, it the exterior. Is, is different on one end. They they remodeled it. They added, I think, a Burlington Coat Factory. So it's no longer the same. Um, mm-hmm. But the outside is still like the, the, the parking lot, the little hill where Marty runs. And right there it says, you know, Twin Pines Mall. And then towards the end of the movie it says Lone Pines Mall. Uh, that, you know, that section there is all still there and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. But it's right here. It's like, I'm, I, I don't even know why. I... I I've lived here for years. I always thought that was cool, but I've never like, hey, I'm gonna take pictures, you know, or even with myself there. too. Like you should have like seen like where they lived and everything like that. Like, yeah, and I've never done that. Like I don't know why. Um, like, everything is like right by me, but I, yet I never did. Honestly, it's like living in Florida. And you know, okay, I'm gonna talk about this because it's like we're on the Back to the Future fix right now. Um. I have posted this, so, you know, and, and you know, because you never know if our fans 
also follow us on Instagram or they just listen to the show. Because I know there are people that probably don't even hone an Instagram, but they like listening to our show. So I'll bring this up again. There was one thing that I had never noticed. Again, last weekend I was watching Back to the Future because it's always on. You know, it's always on. I was watching it. And there was two things that I feel like I've never heard anybody ever bring up about the movie. Everyone always brings up certain things about the flick that like, oh, you know, in the future, this and that. We've talked about all that stuff. But there was something, there was actually two things that never really like, like I've never heard anybody else like pick up. And it kind of like bothered me because it was like, huh. Okay, so for instance, in Back to the Future, they, they, they live, you know, when you see his house beforehand, you could tell they live like, you know, they're, they're, they're not wealthy. They're just typical, like, a typical family, you know, the mom, she drinks, overweight. You know, the dad, obviously, getting pushed around. The, the His older brother works at Burger King. You know, the sister is just like some regular teenage girl or whatever. You know, at the end of the movie, when he goes back to the house, you can see they're wealthy. House is all, you know, it's not a mess anymore. Everything's nice and clean. You know, the, they're mom skinny. And, you know, I always wear a suit to the office. You know, all that nonsense, right? Yeah. In the picture, when you look at the picture, the picture, brother looks like a huge dork, you know, has Mickey Mouse on his shirt. The sister has class of, like, 84 or 80, 83. I don't... 80, hmm? 84. 84. She has it on their sweater. So they just look like their typical selves, right? Well, the moment when Marty, when his dad, mom and dad kiss, that should have mean that the future, the future completely changed. Because the moment he went back... Everybody's wealthy, everybody's rich. Why did the picture stay the same? If the brother is now working in an office, a suit and tie, obviously he's not going to dress like a dork anymore. Why? Because his life has changed. He's no longer that same person. Because when he goes back, they're completely different people. Now, that's the thing people have talked about where it's saying that when Marty goes back, everybody he knew no longer exists because these are all new, completely different people. But why didn't the picture change? Now, that's the one thing no one ever brings up. Like, yeah, why Why wouldn't the picture change? The older brother shouldn't look like that anymore. He should be more, in a sense, refined because why? I always wear a suit to the office. So that means he's not that same dorky guy anymore. So the moment his picture changed, he should have seen his brother and sister look completely different. And at the same time, I think what happened in part two when Marty goes back home and it's a different home, that should have been how part one is. Because why are they in the same house? If they're wealthy, if they're if they're they wouldn't be in that neighborhood. Most likely, they would have probably bought a house somewhere else because they can afford it. They have the money. They're well off. That neighborhood was just a typical suburban neighborhood. It didn't look, you know. And, and even in part two, they point out how that neighborhood is is like garbage, anyways. You know. So it's just like they they you would think that if they have the money, they would have a bigger house, and he wouldn't be living there. Well. I actually have a couple of reasons until, I mean, if you think about it. All right. With, with the picture, you could probably say that, I mean, the sister is still in high school. So, obviously, I mean, not still in high school, but, like, she was in high school when they took that picture. It was about a year ago. Think about it. A year ago before George McFly's book was published, that was a year, that, that picture was probably a year old. Mm-hmm. Okay? And if you go back in time and you see Biff and says, oh, hi, He's like, oh, I think it just arrived. And it was his first novel. He's like, oh, your first novel. So you think about it. It was during his almost publishing time. So George McFly was just about to be getting, you know, money. So he was probably getting a few bucks, doing a couple of interviews, this and that. My book's coming out, this and that. You know, I mean, like, I'm thinking, like, you know, this is probably the start of his being rich. And then Yeah, but here's the thing, though. 
that doesn't excuse the brother, the older brother. Maybe it was his day off. I mean, he's not always wearing a tie, like twenty percent. Yeah, but he look, he's a huge dork in that one. That that that's what they try to point out. Like, look at these kids. It should have looked different because at that point the brother's older. So he if he's he he works in an office. He's wear, he wears a suit, you know, in an office. Of course, like probably you know. I mean, that's the thing. Like their personalities are completely different. They're living life different. Where before the, the, they were trying to point out that the brother can get a better job besides working at a fast food joint. So that was their way of saying, look at the horrible life they live. I mean, it kind of sucks for anybody who currently is out of high school and works at a fast food joint. They're basically pointing out that it's a crappy job. I'm on, And nowadays, especially in this economy, and if you could get a job and be working there, hey, there's more power to you. That's, you know, rather than not working, it's like, hey, wherever you can work and have a job, yay for you, you know? But at that time, they made it like, fast food, what a loser, you know? He's out of high school, works to burn, you know? <laughs> but now in the second one, he's like, I wear a suit in the office. So that means after high school, he obviously did properly, like he went in the correct road through his education and everything in his life because now he works in an office and he has a suit. He has, you know, he has his briefcase. So that means he's not going to be like that, like wearing high ass shorts and a Mickey Mouse shirt. He's probably going to be a little bit more refined in his sense because that's what they all were when he went back. Everybody was completely different. Like I said, you know, look at all of them. They were dressed differently. So their personalities are different. So that means they're not going to look the same. So when everybody returned back, the only one, even Marty, he should have not have stayed the same because his lifestyle would be different. So maybe at that point, his his clothing might have been different or he would, his, his room would have been completely different because he would have had more money. So he would have been like, hey, I have like an actual TV in my room or or this and that. Like, that's the one thing. But when he goes back in his room, it's exactly the same. It's not until they do the revealment at the end of the movie. And I get that. They want to do a surprise. That was the point of that scene. Like, I know as a movie standpoint, that's what they were doing. They were going, well, we don't want to spoil the surprise because we want to have that 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 joke. Because it's actually a joke that they set up. He gets back home. He wakes up. He walks out. Comes back. And he's like, what the hell? He's like, what the hell is this? <laughs> Uh, breakfast you know yeah so that whole scene the mom comes in he falls he's like hey you're right did you hit your head you know so that's the revealment that's the joke i get it as 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 someone like you know in in the sense of what the writers were going for with the directors i get the whole joke but if we're going in the standards of the movie the moment he entered his room if he had more money his house was better off they were living well because you could tell i wonder what the brother was the brother ever released from jail Oh, yeah. No, Uncle Joey. Oh, well, her brother, but yeah, Uncle Joey. Well, most likely, I mean, like, like, that's why they try to point out how horrible their lives is. I mean, the mom is an alcoholic, basically. Like, she's a drunk. She drinks. That's all she does is she drinks, you know, and remembers the good old times. And, you know, she's still in love with George, but it's just she's not happy because look at the life they're living. You know, but I don't know. it's, It's just something I wanted to bring up. But, you know, whatever. It's a it's a it's a good thing. But yeah, so. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, like just, we got on Back to the Future right away. It, it's I just think that's so. Well, it's because you brought up the you saw the movie. I mean, it seems like every episode we're gonna bring Back to the Future up, yeah. you know. But it's, I don't know. It's like our um, go-to point every time. Yeah. So there you have it. So yeah, um, I guess you know really quickly. Episode twenty-four, Star Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Back, uploaded August twelfth, twenty fourteen. Uh, okay, and and uh, another thing that I noticed, uh, there's a website that I visit, and 
it was actually someone submitted this, but I'm like, hmm, were they a fan of the show, of our show? Who knows? In reality, people talk about stuff all the time. It's why, like, sometimes, you know, certain comedians, they could easily just steal acts from people. But a lot of times, comedians might almost have the similar joke because, I mean, everybody can think about certain things. And I noticed something on a certain website that I visited. It was um, questions about, like, asked in movies or something like that and there was one that would that it was like it was seriously what i brought up about back to the future and it was like when when what you would call it marty wakes up in the morning and he asks what the hell is this he's like you know oh he's like what the hell are you wearing and then yeah they say breakfast he's like i always wear a suit and tie to the office and then i started talking about like what what the hell is going on with this like why they like you know it was like a lot of different things but it was like right there what the person brought up and i was like huh. they, i'm like it was um, it's like everything that i was talking about is like like i said shouldn't they all be like well off it's like why are they still living at home having breakfast if they're well off they have their own jobs you're telling me these adults or maybe, are still living or at maybe home? like they just started getting this way because if you notice like like they like you know Biff comes in and he says, "Oh, Mr. McFly, they just arrived. Oh, hi Marty. I think it's your new book." No. So, or like maybe it's the book. Maybe like that's what got him. Like no, because you think about it. The the, the what well, I don't know what the brother's name is, but what was his words? I always always wear a suit and tie to the office. Always meaning yeah, but like, that's not the first how, time he's how had always was. Always could have been a year. And still, he, he's still living at home. And look at her. She looks well off, too. And she has maybe, a bunch of students. He's in an internship. Maybe because... Internship? Get out of here. Yeah. Well, did you think about it. David's probably in college. You know? David's not like an old man. Okay, he's in college. But still, he's, he's in, he works at an office. They're trying to show... They're establishing the fact that they're well off. And they still live at home. And, and again, you're defending... What I initially stated I that, defend it. <laughs> that for the movie, I get it. They need to all be there. But when you try to think logically, they shouldn't have been there. Marty should have waken up, walked out, and just seen the house all different. That's all. Marty would have been in different clothes, too, because he's still in the he's same still, clothes. But he's still a kid. I know he's still a kid. He's, he's like, what? He's supposed to be like 15, 16. But I'm assuming because they're well off, they would have probably bought... He could have been able to afford better clothes at most you know I what i mean his I room would have looked completely expensive. different don't you think his room would have been completely different too well, yeah he could have still been into the same boy yeah like, but okay but here put it this way whatever you enjoy chances are he would have been better off they're trying to establish the fact that they're better off so don't Listen, you think in his room he would have had at least some like his bed would have been better you know, his alarm clock would have been better. Like, he would have had more because his parents could afford better furniture, better things. He would have still been into the same music. He would have still enjoyed, like, you know, Huey Lewis and the News. But the difference is he would have had, you know, this is, I don't know. Uh, we're, we're, like, repeating ourselves from a few episodes ago. But like I we said. realized we went from going to talk about Star Wars, led into the Goonies, and then led into Back to the Future. Like, well, I... I did state we weren't going to talk about Star Wars just yeah, yet. But if I didn't... Episode 28, A Nightmare on Elm Street. Uploaded August 16th, 2014.
You're fired on my scanner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that, but yes. Doc Brown, I've received this from the future, and it's been erased. Of course it's been erased. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> See, that again, that makes no stupid sense, because he goes into a whole dialogue talking about, like, Future hasn't been written. There's so on and so forth. Blah, blah, blah. You make the future the way you want. Better, better, better. So make yet, yet at no point did they even have to travel into the future to save Marty's kids. Like, see, that's what was stupid. Like, he said the future is what you make of it and so on and so forth. Yeah, he didn't even, even have to but, do that. But, but correcting the alternate 1985, because there was two 1985s, there was... You know, the rich family, you know, George McFly was alive, and then there was George McFly dead, Dave and dealing with problems. Technically, you know, there's there's three timelines in that, and there's there's three alternate universes. Oh, yeah, well, because there's a regular 1985 McFly the, family. The, before he travels back in before time. Before he back, went back yeah, in time. Yeah, the, the one where they're just regular, and he's watching the show, and how does he laugh when he's watching The Honeymooners? Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> <laughs> that story's so stupid. Grandpa hit him with the car. <laughs> so stupid. Grandpa hit him with the car. It was meant to be. <laughs> then there's the there's uh, alternate universe number one that we saw at the end of part uh, of one was um, is where there you know he stood up to Biff and he you know he's well off you know Biff is a, a, a you know waxes cars you know and. Everybody, oh, you know, yeah, they have money, obviously, because they're out playing tennis in the morning. And for some reason, even though the kids work at an office, he still lives at home. I don't know. That makes no sense. And then there's alternate universe number three that Biff has control of the world, basically. So there's three alternate universes in the Back to the Future world. You see that? Three alternate universes. Kid, I own the police. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just thinking of lines right now that I could totally say just to fit every uh, universe. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, so good. yeah. Such well, it was just really quick. Cause... Episode thirty-six, one-year anniversary, uploaded February twenty-first, twenty fifteen. And to me, it's like, hey, they're not copying, but they did ask us a question. Because, and this is, I, I don't think you, I should have told you guys, like, hey, check it out. The notification, check out so we could talk about it. But they, they, I don't know, Max, did you see Project Almanac? Uh, no, I didn't. What about you, Renat? Nope. Okay. Well, I guess if that one, you know, freaking <laughs> Blair Witch, like. Did you first, see it? No, I didn't see it either. <laughs> We're awesome. But we're, we're not gonna we're not gonna be really talking about that because <laughs> see the thing is I guess in the movie what happens and what he was explaining on the show is that in the movie there there's a there's a scene where they send the car like back in time like a minute back in time or something like that and I guess that what they were refer- the si- silent mics guys what they were referencing was that they were saying that oh they kind of were playing homage to. Like I or, or or maybe it was by accident to Back to the Future because if you remember in the first film, what does Doc Brown do when he first shows up? Marty shows up. He's like, Marty, come here, come here. You know, and he pulls him there, and then remember the car and all that nonsense. And he, fuel, huh? No, I was just saying like uh, he says, yeah, I need fuel. Yeah, and and then that's when like he 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 felt you know he he has Einstein the dog, and he and he sends him into the future, right? And he sends him and he sends him one minute ahead of time. And remember, and that's where they're like, he's, a, he's like, it was! 
gets, you know, and he gets all happy, right? And he's like, miles per hour. See, but the thing is, you know what's funny, though, about that scene is that, okay, they're they're both standing there, right? First, like, he's, like, doing with, like, the, the remote control. He's, like, putting it up, getting the speed. He pulls it up to, I can't remember, about, like, 60 or 70. And then he releases it, right? And at that point, Marty wants to step away, but Doc kind of pulls him. But at that point... The car disappears, and Doc is extremely shocked that it worked. So that probably means that that was the... I mean, just the, his reaction was the the first time that thing ever worked. Right. Yeah, so, that's, what he, that, that's what he says. He's like, I finally figured out something that worked. Yeah, right? Yeah. So that means he wasn't 100% positive that that car was going to disappear. Mm-hmm. So right. why was he putting... I mean, I understand his dumbass putting himself right there in the line well, of fire. Scientists, why wouldn't he put himself in front of a car? Well, that's what scientists do, right? Scientists, they do kind of, sometimes they got to go to do that experiment where they're probably going to harm themselves. They're like, you know what, I, enough with the test subjects. You know, he's going to be like Beast and test it on himself. It might backfire, right? And then, then you know, Beast becomes all blue he and hairy. On it. But what, okay, but why would he do that to his buddy McFly? You know, why would he pull Marty aside? Because if it didn't work, guess what? That DeLorean would have had a bloodied up windshield. It would have well, killed. He, see that he wanted to get it on camera. That was the thing. It, was, it wasn't okay. the fact he wanted his buddy to see this. It was more like shooting it on camera. But you're, you're telling me that's the only angle that they would be able to shoot that? Well, I mean, I guess he just wanted just the... He liked frontal view. <laughs> he just wanted to like. Frontal view. <laughs> my my assumption is is that Doc was confident that it this this moment it was gonna work. As shocked as he was, it that that's the only logical the explanation because the end result of it just disappearing, which is probably the shocking thing. He probably said, "Oh, well, with every calculation that I did, it has yeah. to come out to." It disappearing at this particular moment. Yeah, because it was a risk. Because if if that car at that moment of impact, it would have been eighty eight miles per hour. Podcast, eh? It would have been eighty eight miles per hour right at that moment, the moment of impact. Because it says eighty eight miles per hour is when it, the time circuits, you know, they they kick and sends it back in time or to the future, right? So it disappeared right when it was going to make contact with them. And then whoosh, it disappeared. So that means 88 miles per hour, that's when they would have been hit. And then the way that car and the, the the shape of it, the DeLorean, they would have just like, their legs would have been, bah, they would have slammed <laughs> forward right onto the windshield. But that's what I'm saying. Like, Doc was like, kind of, if you think about it, he's kind of an a-hole for bringing Marty into the, the, the line of fire, you know, because he wasn't even sure it was going to work. But th- well, that's- Marty is kind of a dumbass himself because Marty thinks that, well, I mean, I, we really want to look at it this way. He's all like, oh, I think Doc Brown is so awesome, you know? That is true. Oh, it's craziest because reality right now sucks for me as a teenager. I'm always getting in trouble by my principal. I might as well try Not- to be a typical teenager boy and blow up shit. And then, you know, you're, you're right. See, and actually, when you think about it, though, Marty, he could have run off. He could have gotten out of the way, but he didn't. Even though Doc Brown pulled him, like said, like, kind of give him that don't move, like stay here. He still trusted him and didn't run off. He was like, man, if I'm going down, you're coming down with me. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and. I'm not taking my (laughs) (laughs) But. But that wasn't the question. <laughs> Here's the question, I guess, uh, where they wanted to, uh, where they were asking us. Um, they want to have our thoughts on it. But this really, I started like trying to really think about this, and it start, I, I started getting lost with 
time travel and theory and everything because in the movie like i said they send the car i guess back in time a minute or something like that but in back to the future he sends it a minute forward so when that car disappears a minute for them in real time a minute passes and the car gets sent into the future so when they look at the stopwatches the time is the same just our time is a minute ahead where that time still stayed the same but it moved a minute, you know, with it, you know, yeah, and it, it's yeah, just like, okay. There's two things I don't understand. Okay. During that, well, the beginning. Like, first he says, meet me 12 p.m. at Twin Pines Mall. Why would you choose a time where kids are most likely to still be up? I mean, I don't know if, like, back in the 80s, like, be, like 12 o'clock was, mm-hmm. what? Mm-hmm. Well, 12 a.m., sorry. 12 a.m., like, don't you think that kids would be up at that time? Or I don't know if the 80s, like, you just decided to, like, old kids from the 80s just slept at that normal time nobody was up i mean because yeah i mean you're right like right now if i said hey see what he's doing also the um the terrorist or whatever like how did they know when he was gonna be there how did they even know he was there like exactly it's like they found me i don't know how they found me and wait what max so they were probably Russians, right? I forget what they were. No, they were Libyans. Libyans. They, Libyans. they hired Doc Brown. Russians. <laughs> it was the 80s. They should have been <laughs> Wait, was it the Libyans or were they Syrians? Uh, no, I think they were Libyans. Um, oh, and then Marty saw me at the end. Well, I can go back and warn him. Five minutes ought to do it. No, yeah. ten minutes ought to do it. Oh, yeah, ten minutes. Dude, do right. an hour. Why? Why? He's a, he's a moron. But at the same time, it's like, okay... When when the car crashes the van and it flips, I know we've talked about this plenty of times before, but I'll bring it up again. What happens to the terrorists? The car flips, and then right. that's when you know Marty Ooh, goes right there, and that's when he goes, "How'd you know?" And then he he brings out the paper, right, remember? Right, right. And you know, and it's it we're not pointed out to me; it's actually taped. <laughs> you didn't know it was taped. <laughs> yeah, I was like, where do you, I used to bug me forever, but um, yeah. So at that point, I saw the mystery. The car goes into the future. The all the van just flipped. It didn't. It, it just crashed and fell over. It didn't blow up. It didn't kill the guys. So why? Why? What happened to them? But the thing is about theory is like, my. I, I, let me just answer the podcast. I um, it's confusing because like if they send, all right, if right now. This time right now, let's just say it. All right, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say it's 9:30 right now, PM. Okay, if it's 9:30 and we have a time machine and we send something back in time a minute, I would figure it's it's completely gone for us exist right now. It would be gone. But then at the same time, I guess it wouldn't because if I send something into the future, I'm just gonna catch up to it and I'll finally see it. But if well, time's not linear, hmm? time's not linear. And any kind of time travel thing, time's not in a line. Time is, like, all-encompassing. It's always, like, connected. Yeah, well... It's not linear. See, that's why, like, I guess what... what, what I mean, like, see, here's the thing. Would it be, like... Because they mentioned the butterfly effect, and they, they say they weren't fans of it, but I really love the butterfly effect. But I'm wondering if it would be like that. Like, let's just say right now. Okay, Renata, let's just say you have... You know, we came across $1,000, right? Uh, like uh you know yes. uh, and we send it back in time or for both of you let's just say each of you send you guys a thousand dollars back in time when you guys were like let's just say 15 years old don't you think it's gonna change your future right but wouldn't it 
that moment changed the future. So you guys now, would you guys, you guys would know what's happening, but would the world change where all these new memories would exist in your mind because of things that change? Because it that all depends on the the reality or their interpretation of time travel. It's kind of like zombies. Yeah, there's different different zombies and you know what kind of zombies they are and stuff. It's the same thing. Yeah, it's, it's I, you know what? You're right. That's, I understand how like one little thing can just change everything, like the world. Well, that's, no. that's the term, the butterfly effect. You know how, like, a butterfly flapping its wings, like, 1,500 miles away can cause a tsunami, you know, somewhere else, you know? And, it, I mean, but it's true. Like, Max, I love what you just said because I never thought of it that way. Time travel is the zombie of film, you know, or even in general because we don't – time travel isn't, isn't, you know, possible now that we know of, you know? But – it's so true that it is that because it's our way of interpreting like what's the best thing of what it could be because like i said when it comes to the butterfly effect he travels back in time he alters something when he comes back into the future everything's altered everybody else is different he's the only one that knows what happened but he gains new memories and then his mind is just filled with a massive amount of new memories and it builds like a whole life has just changed and and with that's why it's just like okay but it, it seems like with like what what would happen back to the future see marty when he traveled back in time he traveled back in time he altered everything right so that means his whole the moment he's born to the point when he leaves with doc his lifestyle was changed you know it, it, it supposedly they're rich even though the the brother and sister still live at home, you know, and they they have good jobs. Yet they all live at home. But okay, they, you know what's interesting is like okay, I watch Doctor Who, and okay. I love Doctor Who, and they play around with all this time travel. Like in, in my opinion, they're the best because in in Doctor Who, time isn't linear. It's not a giant line. It's yeah. all encompassing, right? So there's this uh, episode where they go back in time. It's with David Tennant, and uh, they go back into Shakespeare's time. And during this time, witches come. And the witch, the witches are trying to destroy the earth. And Doctor Who's companion is saying, well, we don't have to worry because this doesn't happen in my timeline. Mm-hmm. Or this doesn't happen in my history, in my past, in the history, you know, that I born in. And then he said, that's being rewritten now. So even though they were going back in time, yeah. something from an outside source also traveled back in time in trying to destroy the earth in back in the 1500s mm-hmm. but they destroyed the witches and then the actual event actually happened or the witches died and then you know the the history was back to normal nothing bad happened but i love the way that doctor who just plays with time and they like yeah. in every freaking episode so does that mean like let's just say um Oh, perfect example. Renata, you wanted to be on all that and, like, uh, all those shows when you were a kid, right? Um, like, what if, you, like, you 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 had, like, knowledge of great jokes right now from certain comedians or whatever. I don't know. Like, you worked your craft now. Like, right now. Yeah. Because as a kid, you didn't know it. But you worked your craft now. And then what you did is you traveled back in time to that kid and you gave her all your notes, all your jokes, everything that you've been working your craft. And you got on all that. When you traveled back to this time now, would that mean? Because then this that is happened. we could interpret it. I mean, interpret it our way. Like, would this mean that either one, 
you come back and you're still in this timeline now. Everything is still normal, but at that moment you switched it out, a new timeline existed. So it's kind of like Back to the Future. Remember how it shows that? Does that mean like there's a new, there's just a whole new timeline yeah. where that life yeah. you're there's living an, in? There's an alternate 2015. Yeah, there's an alternate 2015, but you'll never because get to see that. You're still going to be living in this world, even okay. though there's another. Or does I your life change right now? But I don't think I would have any memory of what I did because I was too busy going back in time and doing whatever. Unless you sort of gain that knowledge because, or like, or what if there's an alternate we're not in 2015. Like, mm-hmm. did you ever think about that? Like, what if there's, like, a double ganger or, like, tw- a, a twin or something? Or, like, yeah. like that's, that's what I don't understand either. Like, how could, like, how did Marty, like, go back to an alternate 1985 without seeing himself? Yeah, you know, um, well, 198, yeah, yeah, see, because that's the thing. If time isn't, like Max was saying, if it's not linear, if there's a bunch of, you know, and if we play it off kind of like sliders, remember oh, sliders? Like, Wait, oh, what? I'm saying, I'm saying because, uh, what was her name? Um, Marty's girlfriend. Uh, Lorraine. No. Oh, that's Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um. <laughs> Jennifer. Jennifer, Jennifer, yeah. Jennifer saw herself. In the future, but, yeah. though. Yeah. Wait, yeah. but, wait. How? No, that's a serious freaking question. How did they see themselves in the future? If they disappeared at that moment to go to the future, that means they left. There's there is no Marty family. There is no, you know, freaking generation. Yeah, right. They left. So the past can happen, obviously, but there is no future because the world it don't would, exist. Yeah, the world would see them as like they went missing. We don't know what happened to them, and now they finally appeared. So then that means in Back to the Future... The future is sort of different. It's a lie. (laughs) The the future is more like, um, well, I believe is future can just predict anything. Like, the future is the future. You know, like, I mean, the past can change, but I feel like the future can be also... But see, see, that's the thing. I don't know. Renata, let's just say you want to jump ahead to your birthday. So if you flash forward to your birthday... Tomorrow, it's, it's time stops. I feel like and when when no no no. But well, see what it no. All right, let's just say you have a big test. My, my year. Let's just say you have a big test on Sunday. Okay, you have a big test on Sunday, but you can't wait to go to your Disney trip that's in July. So if you try, if you flash forward, you, you, if right now, if you time travel to July, are you there to take the test on Sunday? Oh, snap. No. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> right? See? So how is it that Marty and, and, and Jennifer are there to have babies get married at the Chapel of Love? How are they able to pull that off? How is Marty able, if right at that moment, when they flash forward to the future? Right? That means Unless none of that exists. Who, I don't know. who crashes into the Rolls Royce? Who? This is getting too heavy. Right? Man, this is heavy, Doc. You know, right? It's so, I don't know. So, silent mics, I apologize. We probably confused you guys more. It was a great question, but we are all confused because, like I said, that was, I I don't know. Unless there's alternate worlds. Like, if you've ever seen the show Sliders, 
There, there's like 50 billion what Earths. Something that humans just can't comprehend, and let's just keep it at it. It's a- not like yeah, right? I agree. There's no way because there's again, it's zombies. There's so many. You could do different worlds and this and that, and you know, like that's why it just it it's hard. It's hard to understand, and my mind's gonna explode. My position is presently right now is like like I'm going deep every second of my life. Like with every conversation I have, I'm like. What is the meaning of the day? Why are we here? Why were we set in this? Like, was there another one of us? Like, you know, is this the only, like, was I the only Renata? Like, you know, was there Renatas before me? Like, was I a whore in 1588? Was I a like, disco queen in 1970? Like, you know, like, was there, like, or, like, God, there was just so many, like, things that I just, I think about. Time traveling zombies would be awesome. <laughs> I guarantee you that's gonna happen. <laughs> Flash forward it's to like, like five years. It's like years. the scientist who goes into certain times in in in, in like space and time, mm-hmm. and then he just unleashes zombies to wipe out humanity and stuff at certain points. Yeah, like the freaking flood was caused by zombies. Yes. Oh, there you go. Oh. See, and they kind of did do that in that Call of the Call of Duty zombie game. They kind of did right. that. Because they kind of made it seem like the zombies did time travel a bit. Um, excuse me. But, yeah, I mean, it, it, it is confusing. But, again, like, right now, like, let's just say, I, I feel like there's alternate timelines every single moment, every time you need to make a decision. Like, right now, Renata, earlier, like, let's just say you were busy and you had a ton of homework. So, you didn't record. So, that means there, the moment you made your decision to, like, come on and record... That means there's one timeline that has you coming on and recording with me and Max, but there's also another timeline where it's just me and Max recording and you're not recording the episode. Oh, oh, oh I, get, I get what you're saying. Like, okay, perfect example, because in my mosaic class, you were talking about this. You were talking about, like, free like, um, like free will, oh. basically, how free will plays in a human being's life. Yeah. Like, like does and we were saying, does God give us the free will but the, if god's all powerful and all knowing and he knows what's going to go on is it really us having free will you know but then i thought about it, i was like no maybe like god's just like hey like you know i'm gonna give you free will to either choose the right or the left but i know what the consequences are i know how it's going to end up if you choose either side it's just your choice i don't know what your choice is going to be but i know what's going to happen if you choose like door a or door b practically so, in a way, I feel like that, yeah, life itself is just, like, or time is just filled with a bunch of A and B doors. Yeah. You know? Like, if I if I chose to do homework, like, would this, would would there be this playing going on? Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. Would, would there, um, or would it be as fun? Or, like, I don't know. I wouldn't know what, I would probably be sleeping yeah, see, so there'd be there'd be three three timelines right now. There'd be the one where Renata's studying, doing the homework. There's another timeline where you're actually recording the show with us, and then there's another timeline where you actually took a nap. And all those had consequences that led to a new timeline that goes off somewhere within your life. And likewise with me, there could have been a timeline where it's like, oh, you know what, I'm too busy to record. I'm not going to record tonight. But then there's that other one that I'm recording and see where that goes. I don't know. What about you, Max? Your thoughts on this? 
I'm confused. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, but this like no. this went from an intro to a reunion to confusion. Future to confusion. We're still on the shoutouts. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, because we're answering we're answering Silent Mike's uh, question. All right, so all right, Lloyd. So I kind of had my final thoughts. Renata, you said your final thoughts on this. What about you, Max? Any? What What were your final thoughts? Seriously, though. Seriously, though, I want to get captured. Not captured. I want to go on to the TARDIS with Doctor Who. And then you can figure awesome. out time. Dude, time traveling would be so awesome, though. I don't, like, tra- I don't think I would. I don't think I would try to go like back, but I would definitely go, want to go forward. No, I take that back. There's just things that I miss as a kid that I would, like, it'd be weird now doing it. Like, I would love to go to Discovery Zone. And, like, you just imagine just, like, this 25-year-old just going down that, the little rolling, like, things that, like, down that slide. Or it actually, yeah. It freaking hurt. When, like, yeah, well, pinch I, your legs. Yeah, it was, like, <laughs> like just going in and see this guy just going in the ball pit. You know, I'd love to do that. I'd love to go to an actual, like, toy store. Um, I would love to not see kids playing on their stupid Dude, have the, have the actual knowledge to travel back and get yourself, you know, Detective Comics, what is it, number 23 or something like that? Or I wouldn't even do that, though. Like, I wouldn't try to get myself rich. Like, I would love to be, like, at certain sporting events, like, see Michael Jordan's first, um, when he won his first ring, you know, which would be kind of weird because my dad was there. But, like, you know... Dude, certain- you run into your dad, and then you guys become best friends. Like, that'd be bad, dude. Dude, look, you do look kind of like me. Like, what's going on? Right? He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to name my kid Max. Right? And then imagine, just just imagine, that was the true story. You find out, like, on your deathbed, you get this letter, and it's from you. From the, you know, from the past, and you're saying, hey, this is what happened. In all reality, I traveled back in time. I hung out with your father, and your father thought I was so cool that he named me after you, and that's the way. And you're like, what? Uh, and then you die. <laughs> I had, I had like that. I had, I had like a Back to the Future dream, and it was kind of weird. Yeah. Like I mean, like I went back into the '80s, and like you know, I was in my mom's high school, and like. I, I was just, like, really awkward, like, and I saw her, and I was trying to, like, go like this, and I bump into my dad, and, like, you know, my dad it notices me, and, like, Ew. I was, like, I was like, here, like, and I was like, oh, I was like, I can't, and I was like, and I was like, and he's like, he's like whoa, whoa, why are you running? And I, it was the most awkwardest, like, like, cringing dream I've ever had in my entire life. <laughs> I, mean, I know what Marty feels like, you know, like, well, Marty probably feels like 10 times worse because he was parked with his mother in a car. And yeah, he, but when she oh, kissed God. him, he's like, I feel like I'm kissing my brother, remember? <laughs> <laughs> you, here, you know what, here's no, something. But let's be real, if your mom kissed you, I would be throwing up for days. Like, <laughs> it's so gross. I just get, like oh gosh that'd be so bad <laughs> okay let me ask this question if there were if you wanted to go back in time like what era would you want to be a teenager in teenager? for me it's easy it's uh, the most obvious based on this show the 80s okay come on i would be able to see a lot of my favorite bands from the 80s live at, at their prime imagine that like you know i'd be able to see 
Depeche Mode at the Rose Bowl, you know, in 88. Like, dude, they're, they're like, one of the biggest concerts they've ever had. Just being there, dude, knowing that, like, that'd be awesome as an adult. Like, they'd be, you know, you could go see, like, all these artists, you know? Freaking, ah, oh, dude, that, that'd be incredible. Yeah, well, like, any anything before 1940 would suck because you'd be an adult and probably dead. Oh, so, like, you'd get sent to <laughs> war, yeah. I think it'd, I would probably do the 50s. Or, or, or even like, the 1920s, because it's after World War One and it's before World War Two and the Depression. The Roaring Twenties, dude. That that was the Great Gatsby time frame, dude. It was all nice. It was awesome. That, that was there's no alcohol. Nice twenty year old. It don't matter. Like that, it could be a twenty year old that or a thirty year old yeah. would be it. See, then, that'd be cool. I like that. I like that question. That was a good one. <laughs> um, I like to wear like pretty. I would like to wear a dress everywhere I go. Fifties, like definitely. Yeah, fifties would be awesome, dude. Because right after the war in the fifties, the fifties was a great time. So I think yeah. the fifties would be fun too. Be all, you know. <laughs> the 60s weird. would be crazy. You would just be on acid the whole time. Yeah, and then <laughs> then towards the end of the 60s to the beginning. No, actually, no, even then, because the 60s either, either yeah, you're on acid or you're getting sent to Vietnam. Right. Yeah. You, you know, so that's scary, too. Seven, 70s, like, 70s was just a bad time because it's like, even though they had disco and this and that, but, like, like you know, crime was high. It's freaking, my dad said that 70s were really good for him. Really? Yeah, bell bottom pants. I ain't wearing bell bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm all dancing like disco sucks, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what? Um, real quick, it, it actually goes back to the guy who gave us a shout out. Flat up, flight of the navigator. We got to do that movie very soon. <coughs> Renata, you got to watch it so you could join us because in flight of the navigator, that is about time travel that movie is about time Mm -hmm. travel and they have the theory of that because the main character the boy he he gets sent to the future he goes into the future but what's crazy about that is that they actually talk about what we talked about were how we said renata do you take the test on sunday if you go flash forward because that's what happened the moment he travels into the future into the 80s he's considered missing all those years He's gone. He doesn't exist because everyone's like, oh, he got kidnapped. And they they answer that question. If you travel into the future from that point, from point A to point B, you're automatically disappeared. You don't exist in that timeline anymore. You're gone because you're not there to live that timeline. So it's kind of cool. So I, I'm glad. I mean, we got we really got to do that movie soon because, like I said, it's a fan shout out. And we we promised the fans that you shout out, we'll do it. So we got to do that. And then Peggy Sue Got Married is an, also another one. Um uh, time travel movie, but she time travels her mind, like her mind goes into her teenage self. So it's what? actually it's pretty cool. Like, and I've, I have you ever had that where like you could time travel, but just your mind to back in time because you'd be like, you know what, I do this differently. I do that differently. I do this. Blah 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 blah. You know. So it, 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 we, you know, it'd be cool to do these time travel movies. So yeah. So um, okay. Oh, look. I got I got two funny stories to tell you really quick. All right, go so, for it. All right. So. I was called a siren, like two. <laughs> oh, like like from the Odyssey? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like the Starbucks logo. <laughs> like, like, like Jesus Christ! Like oh my God! So like this guy that's like in my mosaic class, he comes over and he's sort of weird. And then like I'm talking to him, and I'm like, and I'm sitting there and I'm trying to be nice, and he's like, I just have to tell you, and I'm like, what? He's like, you confuse me, and I'm like. I was like, um, 
how? And he's like, I don't know. He's like, you seem like that nice, like, Catholic girl that does everything right. But then you could be, like, that, like, more, like, bad girl. I, like, and I, I don't know this guy from Adam. And he just, like, decided just to analyze myself, you know, in this cafeteria, in this cafe at school. And I'm just listening to him. And I'm like... And he was like, so I can't tell, like, you know, you have to be one or the other, but you just seem like that. You're just like a mystery. You a siren, girl. <laughs> I was like, what? And I was like, he's like, you know what a siren is? And I was like, yeah, it's kind of like a mermaid. I was like, it is a mermaid. <laughs> and he, I was like, I was, he's like, he's like, sorry. He's like, I like, like mermaids. I'm like, dude, whatever you imagine in your brain, keep it there. But like, can you kind of keep me out of it? Like, you know. <laughs> At least he didn't call you a sucky this. Works. I know. <laughs> well, then, then he was pretty much saying he was like, I would drown sailors and I would just, I would lure them into the water. I'm like, pretty much, what like, you're calling, weird, me, you're, you're calling me a whore, basically. Like, thank you. <laughs> like, thank you so much. Like, like, I, but, I, but, um, this relates to the 80s of this story. Okay. And everything's relating to mosaics. It's weird. So I'm in that class and we're talking about Plato and. Uh, the apology and how Socrates and everything. So I'm sitting there and I'm writing and they're like, my teacher's like, what was Socrates' last word? And I just say randomly out of my mouth loud, I was like, all we are is dust in the wind. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. And and I started laughing. Like, even the teacher couldn't stop laughing. He was like, I can't believe you just said that. And, you know, and I was like, well, another favorite, so, well, Socrates in Uvenda, like, part of the movie is where they're in the mall and they're like, yes, sir. Socrates, watch your room, dude. (laughs) That Dude, I made the greatest Star Wars reference in class once and nobody laughed. And I was so pissed. I was like, that was beautiful. It was such a good setup. It was such a good delivery. And, like, because, like, um, you know, I was, like, 21 when I got married. So I was, like, the only married guy in most of my classes. And my teacher was, like, um, it was an ethics class. And he was, like, so, Max, if your wife went up to you and said, oh, you know, um, you don't have to get me anything for Valentine's Day, uh, what would you say? And I was, like, that's a trap. You know, just, like. Straight up, right? <laughs> nobody laughed, man. And I was like, what? So you get all sad. You're like, come on, guys. <laughs> I, was like, I was cracking up. I thought it was funny, but nobody else was. They all thought I was weird. Oh, I would have laughed. Oh, I was like, I, come been on, there I just made you. a freaking Akbar reference in freaking Xbox. <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> like only, only us. Like if there was a room full of geeks, we'd all be like, <laughs> "No, oh right. my god!" It's like a theater from everybody from the northwest. So they're all like free trade, and oh my gosh, I hate. Or I'm doing a California accent. They're like, "I hate California. You guys don't even recycle." They're like these, these like the papers. They're not even free trade. Like these carpets aren't organic. I'm like, shut up. You guys are lame. The so hell, total hipsters. Oh, yeah. You know what? And, and, and I, I bet you, I'm not going to even apologize to the hipsters that listen to our um, podcast because we probably don't even have hipsters because it's like, oh, 88. I, that's not even cool. 87 is cool or something stupid like that. Oh, I don't like hipsters. Yeah, they. Oh, yeah. I'll go. I'll go do things that were once trendy, like back in the day. But if they're trending now, I will not participate. But once they're done trending, I will then like it. Right. 
like like the big thing right now is um, hipsters are getting all like laser discs and um, oh, yeah, like uh, Walkmans, and they're like collecting cassettes and stuff. I'm like, oh, dude, <laughs> I, I have I, I own a record pet player with records. That's but, different. But I love I love just music and just it sounds better on a record. Yes, record. Yes, not cassettes. Yeah, cassettes. Cassettes are you know, only crap. freaking only freaking Star Lord can can listen to cassettes. If you're not <laughs> Star Lord, then forget it. Dude, there's there's this my art school. Like I have to take a race and identity in the arts class. My whole like that whole school. It's called the Tyler School of Art in Temple University. It's all hipsters. There was this one kid that walked in with a Walkman and like the old like earphones, and I'm like, <laughs> and then the one I was waiting for. Oh, oh my god. Dude, I'm not even kidding. Like, you know, like, hipsters, like, try to look like babies, but there was an actual hippie. Like, there was this girl that had, like, a band around her head, and she had, like, straight long hair. And then she had, like, the 70s, like, wide, like, pants. And, like, oh, my God, she had, like, the platform, like, <laughs> open. Oh, my God. And she had, like, oh, my God. I was, like, I was, like, I wanted to ask her to get a picture with her, but she probably would have been, like, like, <laughs> so, like, really? What's wrong with you? She would have taken out her Polaroid picture. Yeah. Like, camera, see. Polaroid camera. Hey, oh, that... you mean uh, you mean this? Thing? Oh, yeah. that that's dope, though. See, yeah. my 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 buddy, uh, I went to a wedding. I was filming a wedding this weekend, and at one point they had me a camera. They're like, "Hey, can you take a picture for us?" So I was like, "What?" And it was a big fat camera, and it automatically, it, it was like a Polaroid camera. And it's funny because it was a few years back they completely stopped selling, like. The, the film, the Polaroid yeah. film. Yeah, they were going and for like thirty bucks a like package, yeah. and now they're back. They're selling them again like that. People like the whole. I don't know. Every, it's just it's crazy that so. That's why like like our show. It's like it's seriously like it, it, it's one thing that we we really need to try hard to try to keep doing it every week because it's like I, it's the nostalgia factor is back, and I think that's why like like you know for us it's like we're just talking here. And we're just talking about, like, earlier, I know it wasn't 90s, I mean, 80s, but we just started talking about, like, the 90s. We started talking about, like, all that and, and whatever other shows, you know, and even SNL and stuff like that. And it's just, like, and that's really what it is. It's, like, all this stuff It's just, like, you know, people enjoy so much nostalgia. It's, like, huge and it's back and it's just, like, it's crazy. And I guess, you know, that, that could be something about going back in time and keeping your toys. You know, knowing that, because we didn't know, and they, they get broken, lost, who cares, whatever. But who would have known? Like, I wish I could have had all my Thundercats toys, all my He-Man toys. Like, that would have been awesome. But don't you think it's interesting that people want to go, like, back, not not back in time, but it's almost like they want to reminisce of the good times? Yeah. Well, like, I, really, people are, like, just so unhappy now. Like, I'm, like, probably overanalyzing this. Like, <laughs> they want a piece of the childhood. They want a piece of feeling well, it, it, it's, happy. It's not that. For me, it's just because it's like, ah, oh, that was cool. Like, it would be cool to have my toys again. Like, that'd be awesome. Okay. Not because, like, oh, I'm all depressed and I want my toys. Ooh. It was weird because I walked in Toys R Us with, it was me and my boyfriend, Joseph, and I said Joseph. That was so weird. Joey. Um, <laughs> I know. It's kind of weird. You're all, like, proper. His name is Joseph. No, Joey. So I walk in and we have. To, and I'm buying apples to apples, like one of my favorite board games. If it's so your I favorite board in, game, why don't you have it already? Because I, I play Dang. with all my friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, out. So I walk in, and me and Joey are in there, and I haven't been in that Toys R Us since I was like little, and it was so weird, and the smell like brought back so many memories. And I walk in and I start just buying stuff for myself, like. 
this long like bubble tube like it looks like a life <laughs> like a lightsaber and you could like pull it out and it gives those like big like bubbles and it was like two dollars and i started getting that and then i saw like something else and then like i started like just taking things off the shelf like Candyland. it was like 9.99 i got in my and joey's like what are you doing and i'm like i don't know but it's a toy store and i'm starting to gain like memory and like and like everything's coming back to me and i love this and i have to get this and i'm like going nuts in this store and joe's like oh my god he was like legos and like say yeah this is bad like, it happens man 20 year olds like shopping in a toys r us store <laughs> like that's-, well, that's how it is to go to like a um a convention or like a flea market it's like it's just you get slapped in the face with nostalgia yeah so- I mean, like, I don't even, I'm not going to pay $30 for a freaking Ninja Turtle action figure. I'm sorry. But, like, you know, they're going crazy. Like, the whole toy thing. Like, I know it's always been a thing, but, like, it's, like, even more now. And they're, like, charging a ridiculous amount. It's not even collector's item. They're just, like, random action figures. Figurines. That's, that's the hard part about it. Because of the nostalgia that there's always, there, you know, there's so much good, but there's always something bad, and, and, and that's what it is. With those whole resurgence of nostalgia and everything, people, like sellers, the bad people, are seeing this, and they're like, huh, everybody wants their old toys. Well, you know what? I'm going to add, you know, an extra $50 on this. Originally, I was selling it for 5 bucks, type of deal, you know? And it's well, we've, talked, we've talked about yeah, this. And it, it just sucks. And then, oh, yeah, you know what? I got to say, uh, I think, you know, that guy that gave us um, a shout-out, I believe he was the one that gave us the shout-out. If it wasn't his, I, I you know, I apologize. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, The guy who gave us the shout-out, the Wallace yeah. at VV411AC3, he's the one that says, love the show, like the new video game talk. So he, he, he his review also, he digs all the video game talk. So that's the one thing. Me and Renata, we never really talk much video games, but it's like, you know. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, we're already, we're pretty good on the time here. Um, I guess the last thing I just want to say, if you haven't, I'm going to send you guys a link because I want you guys to look at this um, for the last thing that I want to talk about. Let's see, I'm going to give you guys the link, send instant message, so hopefully it sends it to both. And as you guys look at it, I'm going to be talking about it. This thing here, ladies and gentlemen, You've probably seen it. Uh, I know. I saw it like a few weeks ago, but uh, actually, not a few weeks. Like I think two weeks ago when it actually was released. I want to buy it. I have no idea how to buy this thing uh, because when I go to the website, it is all in either Chinese or Japanese or whatever language. I'm not sure. I don't know how to purchase it. It's only fifty bucks, but it's a, a DeLorean phone case, and it's it from looks, Bendai. Yeah, it looks awesome. Were you able to see it, Renata? I'm, I'm sorry, I was taking forever. I'm like looking at it. Bendai's the one that makes the Power Ranger toys. Yeah, Bendai. And, and they did a, a Batmobile, a, a, a Tim Burton style Batmobile. That was the last phone case they did. And this one is a DeLorean and it lights up. It looks awesome. I want it for my, oh my iPhone. God. Right? Do you see it? You have an iPhone, right, Renata? Yeah. Imagine sick. imagine this iPhone case that you had it on your phone. How how awesome would you be in school? All the kids would be like, look at you, man. You're cool. Dude, the doors open and everything. That's sick. Right? It lights up. You could turn it on. Oh, my God. I would so get the. I'm totally getting This is my next phone case. I'm I, I want to get it. But it says on this website, it says right here, it's like, um, it's like you can pre-order yours at Bendai for 50 bucks, right? So when you click the website... <laughs> I don't know what any of that says. 
<laughs> I don't even know where to click to say. True story. True story. I took eight years of Japanese. You did. Oh, can you read this? N- no. Oh man, <laughs> dang it! <laughs> good. And I just said I can. I took it. I'm like an expert. But, um, I mean, it's, it is Japanese though. <laughs> It's Japanese? It Japanese? Okay, it's yeah. Japanese. All right, uh, you know what? Hey, if you're, uh, for our fans out there, if you know Japanese, uh, please <laughs> figure out this for us so I know how to order it. Or, you know what? If you want to be cool, order one for me, Renata, and I don't know. Max, you don't have an iPhone, huh? I'll call you. Yeah, I do. Okay, so if you can, ladies and gentlemen, please uh, send each of us uh, an iPhone DeLorean case. Just showing your love for 88 miles per hour podcast and well, Renata, she will personally <laughs> sing you a harmonica song. She'll record you a personalized harmonica song. And uh, yeah, <laughs> Max and will dress up like Marty. I'm gonna make a bunch of promises that you have to that you have to. Yeah, do. Max will personally and she'll come over and clean your house and do the laundry and a maid's and... outfit. <laughs> yeah, well, there you, go. you you went there, not me. Walk <laughs> your dogs, wash your car. What else are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah. and and Max will personally uh, do a, a a classic video game review uh, for you on ET. Uh, he'll like, do let's, it. Let's be real. I'll just sit on your couch and not do anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so speaking of um, you were saying getting dressed as Mary McFly. I'm actually going to my first '80s themed party. What? Wait, who are you dressing up as? You said it's next week. Yes. Guess? Yes. Well, I would assume, hopefully, it would it be Claire from Breakfast Club? Since it would be Claire. <laughs> yeah, because that's the costume you have. And, and guess what Joey's being? Hmm. If I, he's a be the principal, right? <laughs> I'm not matching. Oh, you're not matching? Ah, no. uh, all right. All right. You know what? Spectre Gadget. No. Uh, Billy Idol. No. Uh, all right. Are we close or no? All right. No. Yeah, help us out here. Is it, is it a, a musician? This is heavy. Oh, so Marty McFly? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but does he actually have the good gear, though? He, oh, he has the gear. He just needs, like, the red life preserver. Uh, I doubt he's going to find I got lucky finding that. I freaking, I was just at a thrift store, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is exactly like Marty's. Like, the color was right, like, everything. Because people, whenever you see them. It's, Can you send that to me so you can borrow it? Yeah, sure. I'll send it to you. You'll get it, like, in two weeks. <laughs> no, I want two nights shipping. All right. Uh, don't worry. Amazon, do that crap. Yeah, I'll send it. And now the moment you've all been waiting for. Episode 3, Back to the Future. Originally uploaded January 22nd, 2014. This is the point where we talk about strictly the whole film, Back to the Future, our original episode. The only thing is you're going to hear our voices sound all weird. It's because we were sick that day. So we called it the sick cast. But yeah, so there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy it. It's our tribute to the 30th anniversary of Back to the Future. Awesome. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have come to the time. Where are we at in time? Oh, perfect. This is perfect timing. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are here. We are now about to get into the, the hour at hand, the moment of our movie of the week. Right? We need a title. We seriously need a title. Someone yeah, we're like... Yeah, we're trying to give an epic title. Yeah, we need a, a huge title. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. So we are going to talk about one of the greatest films of all time to me it's the my my favorite 80s movie 
And the reason why I say my favorite 80s movie and not my favorite movie of all time and why I said one of the greatest is because it is really up there, like, so close at number one, but it ends up being my number two of my ultimate favorite movie of all time. So, yeah, and a lot of you are like, well, what's your number one? Well, if you want to know what my number one movie is, head over to Brothers Bear Podcast, listen to that show, and you'll know my movie. Oh, you're such a tease. Oh, my God. <laughs> but let's... Just... Wait, what were you going to say? I was saying, you made these people, like, all excited to know you're number one, and you're like, oh, check out Brothers Bear Podcast. Like, it was, like, more like the, oh, check out Brothers Bear Podcast. And I'm like, oh, dude, come on. Like, <laughs> I know, I'm just teasing. All right, if you want to know my number one movie, you know what? Let's have, let's have fun right here. If you honestly do want to know... Comment on our Instagram and say, hey, I want to know. And I'll respond back with the answer. Because then that tells us, hey, someone's listening right there and they want to know. So, yeah, so it's my number one movie. And honestly, if I tell you, you're going to, you could honestly agree with that and be like, you know what? You're right. That is a really good freaking movie. Because I have yet to find one person who dislikes my number one movie. It is such a great movie for all around reasons. But anyways, let's get back. You know, the reason why Back to the Future doesn't reach that number one status because there's there's a few issues I have with this movie, but we'll get into it. So, Back to the Future was released back in July 3rd of 1985. I remember my mom Rennie, renting on Betamax Back to the Future because it was the one movie I didn't see in the theaters. But my mom did end up renting it for us. It was uh, directed by Robert Zemeckis. I, I honestly... This isn't his masterpiece. His masterpiece is Who Framed Roger Rabbit. But, for you know, and I, you'll probably disagree with that, but I honestly, when we talk about Who Framed Roger Rabbit, I'll tell you why that has to be Robert Zemeckis' huge masterpiece. It's also written by Bob Gale with Robert Zemeckis. And the music is done by Al, Alan Silverster. I, I know I, I butchered his last name, but what's cool about this guy, he does really awesome scores. I know, Renata, you say you actually have the soundtrack to Back to the Future, right? Yes, I do. And it's a great soundtrack. Just like freaking... Um, he also did the soundtrack to for Who, Tra- Who Framed Roger Rabbit. If you listen to both back-to-back, they almost sound very similar. But I like that, that, that Robert Zemeckis tends to use this guy to, to you know, you know, produce his music. So, originally, you guys know the story of Back to the Future. The plot, you know. Young boy is for some reason friends with some old man doc. I mean, if you think about it, Renata, imagine you're a mother and you find out your son, who's in high school, is friends with a 50-year-old man and is hanging out with him at 2 in the morning. I would be like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> but, but you know, back in the day, it probably wasn't a big deal. Nowadays, it's probably like, what the hell's going on? Why are you hanging out with a 50-year-old man? Like... <laughs> I mean, like, back in the day, it wasn't such an issue where, you know, molestation was big. So <laughs> No, I, it, it existed. It's just because of the internet, it's way out there now, and it's much easier for them to pull it off because they could get kids and stuff. But it existed back when kids you, were being don't kidnapped. Don't you wish you, you were best friends with a doctor, like, 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 a, like a mad scientist? I would. I'd be over his house every day. I'd be like, Doc, what's the new invention? Doc, what's going on? Like, I, I would be obsessed. Uh, I have no issues with being fa- friends with the freaking doc. I just find it funny that no, like, did no one ever question that? Like, see, that's the thing. The, the teacher did. The principal did. Yeah, he's like, you're a slacker. <laughs> yeah, but he calls him a slacker because he's like, you're spending all your time with that nutball. You know, I can't remember the, the exact Emmett, line. Emmett Brown McFly. Yeah, and the thing is, yeah, Emmett, Emmett. Dr. Emmett Brown, Doc Brown. And the thing is about that, I wish, I wish there would be a little bit of story of how Marty 
met Doc Brown? Like, how did they even become friends? That's the one thing you never find out in this whole entire movie. Now, is it in the script? I don't know. But if if I want to go back to um, to read some, some stuff uh, really quickly, if we go to... Um, if you, one of my favorite websites um, is called Crack.com, and you could go and uh, there's this article talking about seven early, terrible early virgin, virgins, <laughs> versions of great movies. And in the original script, because you could also read about that, one of the early drafts is, uh, I believe, it, it, um, the time machine wasn't a DeLorean. It was a, a freaking um, a refrigerator. But they were afraid that kids would want to get into refrigerators and die, so they ended up taking that away. I actually thought it was pretty clever, like, you know, getting the most popular vehicle in the 1980s, the most hottest car, and making it into a time travel machine. Classic. Yeah, and and also, too, like, I I believe it's like, in in the original version of Marty's return trip to 1980s involving sneaking into a nuclear testing facility to use the force of a nuclear bomb to power the time machine. That would have kicked a whole lot of ass in our opinion. Oh, that was quoted on their end. So, yeah, so so there's a, there a lot of stuff there. Like, that. I know there's, like, a weird, like, whole early script, you know. I mean, it was, like, a darker version. I'm not going to read it. You could go find this. But a lot of other stuff is just, like, you could do a lot of research reading about an IMDb. Um, but I, I don't want to give you facts or anything. I want to tell you why I love Back to the Future. Now, Renata... You've told me you love Back to the Future, correct? Yeah, it's what a, it's probably one my favorite one of my favorite movies. Probably my number two. If you want to know my number two, Back okay. To the well, I don't. I, I mean, I'm. I'm obviously I'm going to be talking a lot, but le- uh, let's hear your voice for right now. Tell us why you love Back to the Future. What about what is it about Back to the Future? What where do you stand on Back to the Future? Like, what you said, it's your like number two, basically. You know, right behind Breakfast Club. You know, and already you have two '80s movies as your top films. So tell us. Because it just has so, it has a great storyline, like an unbelievable storyline. And I remember watching it when I was a kid, and it just, it kept you interested. When you're a kid, you know, you, like, you know, it's hard for a child to be really intrigued into a movie because there has to be some type of, you know, like, plot or some type of action that makes them, like, jump off their seats. And with me, Back to the Future is a type of movie, like, I want to know what's going on. It was, like, mystery meets action meets love story meets high school life. It was a mixture of every type of genre. Yeah. And it, it, it reminded you of, like, a of a dream, in a sense, like, with the music in the background, like, and, and just, like, very... How do I put it? Like, it, it was it was... I mean, it was just very, very just awesome it was it was just all over the place meaning in a good way it was just like there were so many things going on Mm -hmm. and all the characters were very like they showed their true like they over exaggerated their emotions like the type of people like you know just who they were and um i'm a hopeless romantic so it was nice to see the ending so i like that so, I, I gotta be honest with you, I really, I just, it's one of my favorite movies. It makes me laugh, and you catch different things every time you watch it. So, it's cool. Yeah, there you go, that's true. Awesome. Well, I, I mean, I love why you love it. I mean, that's the thing, like, we, we want to get into our films of why we love it, you know. I don't want to give you a lot of, I mean, we'll throw out info here and there, but, uh, you know, obviously, if you love Back to the Future, you should probably know that, for those of you who don't, um, uh, but anyways, my love, why I love Back to the Future, it's just, like you said, 
it, it is it is a great story. Like the idea behind it comes off like, you know, it, he a, a young a young kid is friends with the doc and he ends up using his machine just to get away from a bunch of Libyan terror, terrorists and he ends up traveling back in time to you know freaking what was it November fifth, nineteen fifty five. He travels back the day Doc Brown bumped his head on the sink and developed the flux capacitor, the thing that makes time travel possible. And at that point, when he when he ends up traveling back, he ends up rubbing into his parents, and he causes a whole freaking the space-time continuum, Fs everything up, and now he has to be able to get his parents back together, you know, because at the dance, they got to dance, and if they, don't, if they don't play the song, then they don't dance, and if they don't dance, they don't kiss, and if they don't kiss, and I, you know, I mean, it's all... Yeah, and, 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 and it's awesome because it's like you have this whole, there's so much suspense. I mean, even the scene when, at the end, when he, like, that's one of the best climactic scenes in a movie where all he's trying to do is get back in time and you see Doc, the, the cord gets disconnected, Doc is hanging, and at the same time, Marty is trying to start the freaking car. But if you notice, one thing, a huge, huge, huge freaking plot hole, he says, Doc says, right when the alarm goes off, you go. You take off. And what happens? Alarm goes off. Car won't start. Marty, car won't start. So imagine, imagine if his car actually started the moment the alarm went off. He would, oh. he would have missed it. He would have missed his point. He would have, he would have been ahead too much uh, uh, in speed so that by the time the lightning strike, he would have missed it and he would have never. So it was good that his car stalled. Everything happens for a reason, and that was the reason why that car stalled, because the timing was off. He, the car needed to stall in order for him to have enough time to get that car to turn right back on and travel back in time. But that whole scene is just awesome. There's a lot of comedy. You know, like I said, there's suspense. There's no horror in it. It's not a horror movie. There's, <laughs> there's, you know, there is drama. You know, he talks about his family. and But it's a great freaking movie, you know, and... It could have been a way different movie. Originally, it was Cat Eric Stoltz was playing the role of Marty McFly, but they felt like he was just too serious, too much of a like his, his acting was just. It was like whoa, it's like all right, we need to dial it back. We need more comedy because he was playing it very like just serious, like you know. And they ended up changing roles at that point. And what happened was they brought in you know freaking uh michael j fox and i remember if you go to universal studio hollywood if you ever get like a vip thing of it like there's this letter where they they saying like we're gonna use michael j fox i know he has a schedule with silver i mean a silver spoons um uh family ties but we're gonna use him for a certain amount of weeks so yeah so he was balancing both but it was a great decision because that movie just made me fall in love with the DeLorean, man. I, I That's my dream car. I, I, I know one day, I swear to God, one day I'm going to have that freaking car. I'm going to have the DeLorean. I've written in one, you know, but I'm going to have a DeLorean, man. But, yeah, Back to the Future, just a great movie. But just like every movie, they have their flaws, you know, and you know what those flaws are. I've, I We've talked about this before, but <laughs> the flaws, one of the things is, like, they really just skip the fact that Biff Tannen was gonna rape Lorraine McFly <laughs> until freaking here comes George McFly and says, "Hey, you get your damn hands off her!" <laughs> and then that's what happens. Door opens. He's like, "I think you got the wrong car, McFly." He's like, "Just step back or whatever," you know. And then that's when he's like, "No, Biff, 
get your damn hands off her. And then he's like, he's that's one of my favorite lines in the entire movie. <laughs> and then he gets up, you know, and he punches him, right? But what happens when he was there? He, even he was all fondling her. Who knows what he touched, you know? And and at the at the end of the freaking movie, what do they do? You know, when 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 uh, when they see Biff, when he tells me like, what happened to the car? It's like it got crap. You know, it's got total. Like, when the hell did this happen? Why am I the last to know? He's like, calm down, calm down. There's a perfectly reasonable explanation for this. They look out, see the car. Biff is waxing it right now. He's like, and then he's like, oh, I'm just starting the second call right now. He's like, hey, Biff. Yeah. <laughs> or, all right, all right, all right. I'm good. You know, I just finished. First, you know, whatever. He's like, ah, that Biff, such a character. And what? Like, are they... Welcome back in the house. Like he's just like he's just like a friendly neighborhood friend from high school. Exactly. And what do they do? They they thank him. They say, if it wasn't for Biff, we would have never fallen in love. So you're basically saying, if it wasn't for Biff trying to rape you. We wouldn't have gotten together? Like, really? Like, this guy, he, he tried to rape. And what do they do? They and, and they end up going to dance instead of being like, let's get the cops. This guy just, just freaking sexually assaulted you? He's like, let's go dance. And the, you know, and the freaking, what is it? He, uh, he sexually harassed her many of times. I'm surprised that, like, she didn't say anything before, especially, like, in the lunchroom. Like, that would, that, that, that sexual harassment, man. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, I mean, I, I don't know, maybe, like... I don't know why was she so terrified. I mean, I don't understand. Like, what was his obsession with Lorraine McFly? Not Lorraine McFly, but Lorraine Baines. Like, I really want to know what was his so obsession with her. Like, well, they don't—they don't need to get into that story too. Like, well, he you know? was a, he, he, his obsession with her was he was a uh, remember he it was sexually because he was peeping on her. Remember that? No, when was he doing that? Hey, remember he was on the tree. Are you talking about George McFly? Oh, you're talking about uh, Biff. Biff. Yeah. My bad. Well, because in the time, maybe she was like, you know, he was like, this is a, here's the good girl. I want to, you know, corrupt her. I mean, you know, and that's probably why he had that obsession with her. And she wasn't too good. She was doing things in the car with her son. Like, oh, I know. Smoking. She was drinking. She was like, she wanted to do bad things in the car. I mean, like, and, and you know, the son just like mom like he doesn't want to say mom but like he's just literally like wants to throw up <laughs> yeah and then she's up. like drinking and she's like what the hell and it's funny because in earlier in the movie when she's like the one thing when you could always catch little things earlier in the movie she's like i don't like that jennifer uh you know he's like i would never sit in a car with boy or no she tells that to the daughter right and she's like i you'd never catch me sitting in a car with boys you know this and that and she ends up doing that sitting in a car drinking with a boy like she was bad herself and that's why he's like shocked by it you know but uh, again like you know george mcfly comes and save the day and then they go to where they end up dancing at the enchantment of the sea dance you know yeah and and what happens they end up dancing to one of the greatest songs you know freaking Earth Angel, remember he's like he's like you're not slitted for all you ladies and they're all dancing. And then some stupid guy comes. He's like, get out of here, George! I gotta take your girls. I'll start dancing and all this. Yeah, like that was so like. Why do they have to add that? I was like, yeah. And then he like pushes him. He's like, get out of here, and he pushes him. And dude, that kid was a geek himself. Like I understand. What I know. Was I was like, why? Like she didn't even like. I don't know why she sat there and took it. Like why is she sitting there dancing? She could went like backed off herself. Like why did she have to wait for George McFly to like you know? What did she do? She's like George, George, and then that's when Marty's like disappearing and he's looking at his cheap visual effects hand. Going, oh my 
God, my hand's falling. Come on, George, what are you doing? And he's like that, you know, the Marvin Berry and the Starlighters, they're like, hey, boy, you all right? And he's like, I can't play. I can't play. And there's George. He's like, come on. And then George, out of nowhere, he pushes him. What does Excuse he do? Excuse me. Yeah, he gets her. straight down. And you don't see that guy anywhere. You don't see him getting up. You don't see him trying to punch, like, you know, George in the face. It's like, all right. Yeah, and then he ends up getting her, and they end up kissing, and then he pops up, Earth Angel, Earth Angel, and then, 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 and then, what happens? The freaking, when, when, when they ask him, he's like, hey, come on, play another one. He's like, nah, I gotta go, guys. He's like, come on. He's like, all right. He's like, this is an oldie from where I'm from, <laughs> you know? And then what does he end up playing? You know, freaking Johnny Be Good. And then that's when, like, now he's popular. Like, hey, George, you ever think about running for class president? Like, it's so stupid just because he punched someone like now he's popular like he's all cool and they're all dancing and i seen was cool man i just you know my favorite part for those of you who know chuck berry you know chuck berry is the guy who actually wrote you know johnny be good he he was like a king of guitar back in the day but it's funny for that for those of you that know chuck that berry was from philadelphia oh he was mm-hmm. oh that's awesome and chuck berry freaking like i'd like that scene because he you know his it's his his cousin, he calls her the phone. He's like, Mom, "You got it, yeah, you got to hear this. Come on, it's, it's the, the newest thing." He's like, "It's your cousin, Marvin Barry, you know." And then right there, he's calling Chuck Barry. He's like, "You got to hear this, you know." He's like, "Yo, Chuck, it's your cousin, your cousin Marvin Barry. You know that new sound you've been looking for? Well, listen to this." And I'm like, it's like crazy, but like I think the funniest character in that entire movie, and my mom can agree on this too, is George McFly. Yeah. George Let me guess. You think he's cute, right? No, he ha- like he has that adorable side to him, but yes, I think he's adorable and everything, but I mean, the, just the, some of the stuff that he says, like, in the beginning, she's like, but what is that, George? Bird watching? He's like, what, Lorraine? What? <laughs> <laughs> he gets up, he's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true, because he gets all scared, because, like, he's like, what were you doing anyways, George? <laughs> and, then, and, the, and then the lamb, he's like, ah, ah, ah. Yeah. I'm just like... And the two other things that I learned about with him, he's like, where the, he's doing laundry, and then he's just playing, and, and Marty McFly is, like, explaining the whole scenario where he has to, like, you know, mess around with his mother just to save the day. It's like, you know, George, you know, girls are going to get hostile when guys try to take advantage of them. Oh, you mean you're going to touch her on the... Yeah. <laughs> he's with the rising. He's like, no, no. And then, like, I love when he says, um, when he Tell tells him to go into the kitchen going to the cafe oh, to okay. talk to Lorraine and he was like you know whatever George just whatever comes around he's like nothing's coming to my mind Jesus George I was wondering how I was even born what <laughs> <laughs> nothing he's, he's like I'm I, I'm your density what I, I mean I'm your destiny and, and then so adorable I would go I would be like you're so adorable like for a guy I would just like come go and be like oh my god you're hit so me cute. fly I thought I told you never come in here. And it's like, ah, ruined it. Damn it. Like, you just say I'm like, when I have to save his life because he's a dork. You know, like, my father is a dork, you know. And it's hard to say that. (laughs) And and that's when he tells him to curse. So he's like, hey, you get your damn hands. He's like, you think I should curse? He's like, yes, damn it, George, curse. (laughs) I love it. He's a great, it's a great curse. (laughs) Yes, God damn it, George, swear. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) You know those lines right there perfectly. Yeah, I mean. That's the one thing. Look at us. How much we just talking about a, a character. And it's a whole array of all these characters. I love Biff, how he's a moron. You know, he's like, 
It was like, yo, yo, make like a tree and get out of here. <laughs> but I think that was from the next film, though. I don't think he did that in the first film. Yeah, he didn't do that in the he did in the first film. He's like, he grabs him by the collar at the, the lunchroom. He's like, I'm going to cut you a break. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. The tree, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and then somebody throws a paper plane to Strickland. And I, I, that, you, know, you, you know what I'm talking about, right? That's like, what am I? I don't know why. It has nothing to do really with the movie. That's my favorite scene for some reason. I always laugh because you see Strickland right there and then a paper plane by and you hear someone go, ah! and that's all you hear. <laughs> Like, I, my mom was like, why are you laughing? I was like, because the part is so random and it's great. And then you all hear the random, like, see, back up. Yeah. <laughs> you just see this, the, the shot of, like, the empty seat where George sat and hears. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. There's so many, like, awesome, awesome things in that movie. Yeah. The one, all right, here's another thing that I never understood that they never answer. Okay. Marty McFly is trying to warn Doc. He's like, the night I go back. You know, to you know, 1985. That I mean, 85. Yeah, I said okay. The time I go back, you know, there's gonna be the Libyan terrorists, whatever, and they're gonna attack you. So he's trying to warn him, right? Excuse me, And then what happens? Freaking he um he uh Christ Christ. What, what was I thinking? Oh, okay, okay. When he tries to warn him, Doc like, what is this? I'm not supposed to know my future. And he rips the he rips the letter, right? Yeah. Well, at the end. When, when Marty's with him, he's like, how did you know? And then and that's when freaking he shows him the letter. He ripped the letter. How the hell did he have the letter? I don't know. He, I don't said, get it. he, he must have stuffed it in his pocket because he didn't throw it away. He probably like went and put it back in his pocket. Mm. But I don't, I don't like how he says, you know, why well, I figured what the hell. Like, why all of a sudden was it what the hell? Like, what made you? Like, did you have a few drinks one night, Doc? And you just were like, oh see what's going on here mm. you know i mean honestly if i knew something terrible was going to happen in my future i would want to know about it you know i would want to survive this and that you know yeah but what i want to know is why like in the end like where he randomly comes up with the delorean he says marty you have to come back and be back to the future what made him go what made him figure out like like why did he like because he said he was going to go to different places in the future and the past and this and that. Yeah. Made him go back to Hill Valley in the year 2000. Was it 2015? Yeah. Which is next year, which is pretty cool. Seriously. And, uh, and like, you know, all of a sudden, like, just there's so much crap and, and drama revolving around Marty's family. Like, like you know, it was just random. Yeah. I mean, I know, oh, and go on. Sorry. I know, I know what I'm saying. I know it was a random part, but, I mean, like... Why? <laughs> well, here's the thing. If he knows about the future, why travel to the future? Just be like, you know what? Just on this day, tell your son, don't do that. Okay. And that's it. <laughs> you know, like, all right, hey, uh, one day your kids, because that's what it is. He's like, he's like, what is it? We become a bunch of assholes or something? And he's like, no, oh, no, 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 Marty. It's your kids. Something's got to be done about your kids. And then they go travel back. He's like, hey, ro- hey, Doc, you're going to have to pull back if you're going to want to go up to 88 miles per hour. And he's like, roads where we're going we don't need roads and best part car lifts up you know flies forward and what does it go boom you know and it disappears and then you hear the freaking bang, dun, dun. you know so you hear oh i played the wrong freaking song but you know what i'm playing people <laughs> here you go there we go boom all right anyways so yeah but the one thing is 
why do they need to go to the future in order to stop something that hasn't happened? They could easily prevent it without having to travel to the future, you know? That's all it is. It's like they could have easily just been like, don't let your kid go to school or whatever. Or he could have played himself, you know, as his father since he looks like his father, just older, put some prosthetics and be like, hey, son, you're not going anywhere today, you know? I don't know. Yeah. It was kind of dumb. Like, there was no... Re- there was no reason for the future. But anyways, go on. No, I, you're totally right. But the one thing, actually, I just figured it out. And I've always questioned this. You know when he's sitting in the car and he's about to he's about to get ready to go and go back to, like, 1985? He says, wait, I got a time machine. I can just go back and warm. Ten minutes ought to do it. Ten minutes? You're in the friggin' of the middle of the mall is on the opposite side. Yeah. Um, Hill Valley. Ten minutes? You might want to make it a good two to three hours. Like, exactly. I mean, like, why ten minutes? That was so stupid. He cut it close, and that's why he got there so late. Ten minutes ought to do it. What a, yeah, what a bastard. And, you know, here's a little cool tr- uh, tidbit trivia. Um, even though every time I always say I'm from Los Angeles, I'm actually, I currently live in a city called West Covina, California, in the San Gabriel Valley. Well, close by is this mall called the Puente Hills Mall in the city of industry right there is where they filmed that whole scene of back to the future that our mall is famous for it because that's the, the mall they use it so it's it's close by so so that's i just want to share that with our fans so that's the one thing i have back to the future you want to know where my love stands with back to the future i have the poster prints up on my wall i have i bought four lego back to the future toys the reason why i bought four one, I'm leaving unopened, and I bought three so I could build each model of the year. I have a, I have a DeLorean. I, I am constantly daydreaming, like, one day of having my DeLorean. It's my dream car. Like, literally, that's my dream car. Everyone else is like, oh, my dream car is, like, a Mustang GT, blah, 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 all this and that, whatever, a Bentley, so on and so forth. Mine is, like, a DeLorean. I want a DeLorean, you I'm know? I'm the same as you. Like, my, my car that I want is from Greece. I want... I want the pink 1950s car like the pink ladies have, and I want to drive it. Oh, right on. Yeah, so we continue. Yeah, like I'm just saying, like, I don't have, like, an updated car I want. I want an old-fashioned car. Awesome. Well, we have a little time, so y- you guys are probably thinking, like, where do I stand on the trilogy of Back to the Future Part 2 and 3? Obviously, we can, you know, have an episode devoted to Back to the Future 2 and 3, um, they're each because we want to focus on movies, but just for the episode, for the sake of like, you know, uh, adding, you know, some, some material to the whole back to the future talk. This is where I stand on my movies back to the future one, obviously, because it's the first film, but right, literally right there where sometimes I feel it could, it could pass it up, but it's just right below it is back to the future three. And I think back to the future two is the worst of the three. It just, I think it's too dark. It's what? I, it's, it's too, it's dark. I feel like it's, I mean, I know, like, you have to somewhat put a dark, just type of feel to the movie, but I feel like it was just so concentrated on bit, like, it, it was unnecessary. Part two, right? Yeah, part two. I mean, don't get me wrong, it, it was, it was, it was cool. I mean, like, I like the whole futuristic park and, like, you know, but as soon as it started getting to, like, back to 1985, but the new 1985, yeah. you know, uh, it, it kind of, like, freaked me out. I was like, why all of a sudden did it go so bad? Why, how did it get so bad to this? You know what I mean? And, well, you don't I'm, understand that? Oh, no, no, I understand it because, like, you know, Biff had so much money that he controlled, yeah, the police, he created controlled- an alternate timeline. 
Yeah. But like it was it was just very like I don't know, it was just too dark. My issues with part two is that they relied too much on rehashing old material. Yeah, they had a hoverboard chasing, but they, they basically reshot the chasing from the first film. You know? It's like, okay, what was the point of that? Also, too, a lot of the stuff from the first film, again, Marty just happened to be there, and you see all the footage. So it was kind of like part one, adding an extra character in the background. That's all it really was. That's why I didn't feel it was so original, because it's like all they're doing is taking everything from the first film and including it in the second film. That's why I love part three, because it's such a different movie. It, part three, that takes place in the Old West. Like, they don't, you know, they don't rehash anything. There is no chase scene, like, around the, the town square, you know. Like, there's so much. And actually, I just want to throw this cool little tidbit that uh, Michael J. Fox, that scene where he's being hung, you know, and Doc saves him, that, yeah. that scene... He's literally choking. He almost died doing that scene. There is an issue where he's actually is truly choking in that scene. So when you watch that scene, just know that he almost died because that scene is real. He's literally choking to well, why death. Did, well, why, they had no, like... The, I did, think there was an error. They messed up on something. I cannot oh, remember. I'm surprised he didn't sue. Like, did he, did he freak out? I don't, I don't think so. I think he figured, like, hey, you know, it's uh, it works for the scene, I guess. Maybe he, I think he got mad at the guy, like, F you or something. I can't remember where the hell they, I heard this story, but I know it's by a credible source. It may have been by by Christopher Lloyd on, an, on a, uh, he was a guest on another podcast, I think. I think that's where I heard it, but I could be wrong. Um, But, yeah, so, so there's, you know, that's, uh, let me see where we're at on time. All right, perfect. Yeah, so there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's our talk of Back to the Future, the movie, part one. Uh, sometime down the road, we'll be getting into part two and three. Um, we'll give them their own, you know, you know, I mean, we could easily do part two right now. It sucks. Okay, the end. <laughs> yeah, so. Hey, everyone, Sanch here. Okay, when we did that episode originally, there was no song of the week. I haven't even come up with the idea because it was barely our episode our third episode uh it wasn't until later that i did a song of the week so you know what i'm gonna give you a song of the week this time uh for this episode so this is the the whole new part of the episode so at least there's something somewhat new in this episode and since we talked about my favorite 80s movie of all time i thought you know what this is the perfect movie to i mean well perfect episode to give you my favorite 80s song of all time. So today, the song comes from Tintin, and the song is called Kiss Me. This song, I just love this song. But this honestly has to be my favorite midnight song. Um, and what I mean by that is that it's that song, like the, just the way the music is, the melody, the the, the it, I don't know, it, it, it almost comes off very melodic at times. And, and I mean, I you know let me explain because it's like when you're there was a time frame where and it would be you know for for any situation but for me there was this whole time frame where i would be getting out of work late so it would be around 2 30 in the morning i'd be driving home and i'd put on certain songs and you know the road's empty there's it's just like no one's really out in the world everybody's sleeping and then certain songs like i'd be playing you know at the time there was like cds and then it came to my ipod you know and and certain songs would pop on and it would just fit that mood just right like the just that midnight feel that late hour music and this was one of those songs there's something about this music that like the way the synths come on and 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 the beats it's just like it fits 
perfectly for that mood. And especially those times when I started going like clubbing, going to those like industrial goth clubs and 80s clubs, you know, and coming home, you know, afterwards. And then, you know, even at, at times like we're being on a date or when I was with like, you know, my ex-wife and stuff like that and just coming home from an event or just going out like doing a midnight adventure where you're like, you know, you're up late, you know, you're you have insomnia or something and you're like, oh, let's go get something to eat. And you drive out miles away just to go somewhere. And then you just play this song. And there's a bunch of other songs that I have. But this is like that one song. This is why I love this song so much. You know, this song was released in 1982. And there's there's two versions. There's like this radio edit. And then there's like the long, like seven minute uh, version. Um, still debating on which one I'll give you. Um, not really sure. I'll probably give you the shorter version. Um, but yeah, but this song, uh, for me, it was, it was, it was such a a huge just i don't know i love this song and and what's cool that i even love the cool little robbie williams you know uh cover that he did it it still sounds good um but yeah like this this uh this song it's it's such a it's such a great song yeah like i said it was released in 82 but then again it was released in 85 um so so it was like two this is freaking separate versions but but yeah like uh, again i'm telling you like aside from all like the the info i can give you like oh you know it reached this charts and such and such and so on and so forth um for me i'm i'm giving you the reasons actually why i love this song so yeah so hopefully you guys dig it and you know make sure you know follow our podcast and check us out and we'll be coming back with an episode soon i'm hoping um Actually, you know, I haven't even told anybody this because we haven't recorded. But the reason why we haven't recorded is that the speaker that I use that when I when when I'm Skyping with both Max and Renata broke. So the audio sounds terrible whenever Renata or Max uh, Skype in. And it sucks because they they both live far. Max obviously lives closer, but our schedule. So it makes it hard for us to travel back and forth and with traffic. And it's it's so hard just to go record for about an hour or two. And with Renata, of course, she's out of state so that's why we haven't been able to record so i know max is going to do a solo episode i'm going to do a solo episode and i'm trying to get renata to do a solo episode but she's gone for the whole week in disneyland so so yeah so that's why we haven't recorded anything but i figure you know what we'll give you a back to the future special 30th anniversary episode so there you go that's why we're not on we haven't posted anything new since we did big well me and max uh did big but yeah uh hopefully we come back me and renata we want to do streets of fire um I finally watched it, so I want to talk about it with her. But time has passed it. I feel like I'm going to have to rewatch it again because I've only seen it once, and that was that time, and we were supposed to talk about it, like, literally the next day. But um, I'm probably going to rewatch it again, and we could talk about it. But anyways, all right. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully you enjoyed our nice little, you know, tribute look back uh, to uh, the film Back to the Future. But I think it's time we get into that DeLorean and travel back to the future.